Okay, have a safe flight. <laughs> Thank you. I'm off for Tulsa, Oklahoma. 24 hours till Tulsa. That's what Jim Pitney said. Look what happened to him. Oh, we don't want to go there. No. How you doing today? Uh, I'm here because George is sick. Ah. See, if George weren't out sick, I'd be out sick. I'd like uh, the flu. But I got my uh, sugar-free sepa coals here all all goosed up. Yeah, all those are right good, now. those. Are they? Yeah. Not really. I take uh, sugar flea. Uh, sugar flea. Sugar fleas? Yeah, sugar fleas. Uh, I take sugar-free, but uh, not sepa coals. It's the other brand I can't even think right now. i got to get out of here. How you doing? All right? You got a flu? You have a flu? Well, a little. I've had it for a few days, you know. That, that's why I had the sore shoulder and the neck and the, the sore throat. But it, it'll, you know, it runs its course. It's just, oh, I'm just over mine, so I get to go on an airplane and probably catch it back again. Right. And, of course, uh, you know, whatever I don't have now, I'll probably catch this afternoon, you know where. Because we got the Marlins and the Cubs. Oh, uh, yeah. We've got a 15-minute early exit, so. Just like you, I'll be exiting real fast, right out the door. I'll be able to talk to you tomorrow from Tulsa. Excellent. Well, that'll be a first. Yes. First crossover in history on this station from Tulsa. Next Tuesday, by the way, 11.30 in the morning, you want to be sure and be listening. The ratings are going to be coming out. Oh. Nobody told me that I had to look it up on the uh, internets. 11.30 Tuesday. Huh? Yeah, I'll be around for that. Yeah, you'll be there. I well, unless, unless you get joist between now and then. Yeah, well, I have a 2 o'clock flight that day for Louisville. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, maybe I'll stay there. <laughs> Depending on the numbers. Huh. Well, wait a minute. Well, what does that mean? Well, so you're going to be doing your shows from Louisville on Wednesday and Thursday? Or no, what? I'm not working next. Uh, I am working, but I have the draw show next Wednesday and Friday, the Oaks, and got a lot well, of work well, up So there. who's going to be doing a morning show? Well, we don't know yet. Different people. You aren't going to believe this. It says on the schedule, I'm looking at it today, this is the first time I've seen this. Now I'm, re- I'm having a relapse. After the Marlin Cub game, it says 220 to 550, which, you know, might not last that long. So let- let's assume the game ended at 5. Yeah. Till 10, he got... Five wow. hours of Goldie? Yeah. Oh. Good time to adjust your radios, folks. <laughs> Well, listen, have a safe trip. I don't want to hold you up. I know you got to fly out the door. Hope you feel better. Yeah, well, it's one of these days. Okay. I have QAM allergies is what it is. Well, you're going to be here until you're 100. That's it. Yeah, why, why not renew, you know? Why not keep renewing that deal? Why not? It's a good deal. Keep, uh, keep uh, Clarabelle his job, you know? All right. Okay, see you in Tulsa. Yeah, Look up some good delis for us all. Yeah, right. On my way. Be sure on Friday <laughs> to stop in Shul. See you. Say a little prayer. See ya. The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, advertisers, or agencies. Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Roger's got Ricky Williams said goodbye to football. Oh, Ricky, how can you do this? I want to stroke your legs and sniff your crack with my greasy nose. Crack them. You'd rather smoke a spliff. Now I'm pulling up my flag for the season. You dashed my hopes of manly bliss. Tears well up in my eyes for no apparent reason. I'm 
like bus on other news. There's no AC in my trailer, and then I find you're no longer here. You validate my life as a failure, and broke the hearts of all the sports queers. I don't want to fantasize about another job. It's your toes I want in my mouth on behalf of other sides. Back to life, for whole radio. Don't leave us like this. Now only shacks phones we can hear. Rack, 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 them. Ten oh two at five sixty WQ. I'm happy Wednesday, April twenty sixth. Marlins look to make it five and fourteen today. See, I told you yesterday five and thirteen, and you laughed at me. No, I did not. I just corrected you. I was just no. I was just getting ahead of myself. There you go. Not that the one sided though. It was uh, only three to one yesterday. Am I correct about that? I didn't see any of it, but I. Yeah, you were, but uh, they only found that score. And today it could be five and fourteen. Who who picked yesterday? Um, Don Trell. Oh, so in other words, see when they lose when Don Trell pitches, that's that's like a double that's win. That's when you know. That's when you know that things are looking really grim because those are the games you're supposed to win. You know, like one out of every five, which still. Yeah. One out of five isn't very good. <laughs> Not going to get you too far. One out of five, do the math on that, is about 34 wins. They'll do a little better than that. Not not much, but a little bit. They're 5-13, and 13, man. But they're going to play the Cubs at Wrigley Field today, and I'm sure the Cubs are licking their chops. Marlins on deck at 145. we got out of here 50 minutes early. None too soon. But how, why couldn't it be like a 1145 would be good, huh? That would be perfect. I, I like that idea of going by central time. Yeah, that's right. As a matter of fact, it's uh, 11. Well, no, what do you mean by that? Well, we'll get out of here at uh, 1245. Oh, we're going to Central Time starting uh, when it gets to be that time. Right. Uh, so the game is at 120 instead of 220. Well, it is at 120, but that's Chicago time. Always liked Chicago a lot. Oh, you know that story we had yesterday about the uh, standing room only seats on the plane? Yeah. How they were going to strap people to the wall or something like that? Which is ridiculous, yeah. Well, Airbus called it. Crap. That, that's exactly the word they used. The New York Times reported that Airbus has quietly pitched a standing room only option to Asian carriers, though none of you had agreed to it. But a spokesman for Airbus quietly denied the report yesterday, going so far as to call it crap. How do you like that? I wonder if Joyce heard that, huh? He called it crap, Joyce. How do you like that, honey? Crap. Our passengers and customers want more and more comfort, said Barbara Kraft, a spokeswoman for the European aircraft maker. We're going in the direction of more comfort, not in that direction. In other words, not strapping people up to the wall. Although I think some of the people I've seen on planes ought to be strapped to the wall. The paper, quoting experts who had said and seen a proposal, reported that if the standing room option is used, passengers would be propped against a padded backboard held in place with a harness and whipped heavily by Brad Kramer. To call it a seat would be misleading, Volker Mellert, a physics professor at Oldenburg University in Germany, told the paper. Mellert has done research on an airline seat comfort and has seen the design according to the Times report. He could be reached by for comment. The paper said that the use of standing room would allow the new A380 double-decker jet that Airbus is in the process of introducing to hold up to 853 passengers compared to 500 if they were given traditional seats. But they said it's a bunch of crap. Can you imagine 853 people on a plane, all the diseases you can catch uh, on that baby? Yeah. As it is now, just from the bad air, the lack of circulation of the crappy air on planes, you're probably going to have a scratchy throat and a cold, a flu, all, all, of, these, uh, all of these maladies. Things. But, boy, 853. 
Wait a minute. Probably doesn't, doesn't that mean that 300 people would be uh, strapped? Standing? Strapped? Yeah. Well, maybe they couldn't afford first class if they were a little strapped for cash. At any rate, how about, I, I'm definitely not going to be talking for four hours or even three hours and 45 minutes. George had some nerve. Didn't I predict yesterday he would call in sick today? Yeah, you did. I knew he was working up to that right at the time. And, and I haven't been sick in about three years anyway. Haven't missed a single day sick in, I think, about three years. I don't know about that, but yeah, you know. It's been a long time. Yes. I have many sick days coming. WQAM sick line. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Pauline? Okay. I was trying to call you yesterday to tell you about the high-definition DVDs and the high-definition DVD players. They're already out, bro. It's I saw, out? I, I saw this weekend that by. Oh, brother. They're about 450 bucks. for well, the The price is no object to a big shooter like me. I could win that in half an hour at Woodbine today. I know, I know. All right, Pauline. So, well, wait a minute. You got one? No, no, no. It's too pricey yet. I'm going to wear a couple of <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, a full, that's a full tank of gas. Correct. No, okay. no. Oh, crazy. Thanks for the info, pal. So they're out. You can go over to Best Buy or Worth Buy or any of those uh, joints. Would you be picking one up today, tomorrow? No, not today. Today I've got to go win the money to go buy one. That's right. I've got to win 450 Then I've got to win enough money to buy the HD DVDs. And uh, it won't, I can probably buy all of them that are going to be out. I, don't think, I haven't seen any of them. I'm not really so sure that those are really in the stores yet, the, the actual HD DVDs. Yeah, so what a scam. So now you got to rebuy all your DVDs? Oh, yeah, everything that I got. you got to see how many i got. i got zillions of DVDs, as you know. Yeah. And i got to go out, like you said, and, and rebuy all new ones. Well, I'm, I don't think so. Only the movies I really like. Like trying to think of Trying to think of which one I would really want to have in HD, you know. Like there was one, I think, called The Swimmer. Well, I don't want to go into that. Well, you see all the, you know, the, all the definition there. Here's the poll result from yesterday, and uh, we're either going to take a lot of calls or I'm going to play a heavy-duty triple uh, shot Wednesday. Remember we used to do that thing? I don't think you were on the show. Oh, yeah, all-bit Wednesdays? Come on now. No, not all-bit Wednesdays, the one to two hours. No, we never did all-bit oh, Wednesdays. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Get out of here, boy. Although, now that you mention it, <laughs> what, a, what an idea. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, and welcome to our new program director, Josh Cordes. We already got, you know, the same first name. And that other one. Oh, brother. Is he still there, or is he out there? Oh, yeah, he was here. Is he doing U.M. Uh, he, he actually uh, he piled on the uh, Howie's breakfast order this morning. He piled on, huh? George wasn't here, so he figured he'd Wouldn't be him. the first time. We asked yesterday, what country represents the world's greatest threat today? If I sound like, uh, like you know, mushmouth, it's because I got my, what are these? I was going to say certs. I threw the thing away. What are they? I don't know. I got my hauls. Mental. Oh, here it is. My SEPA call. I'm sorry. Yeah, I haven't yeah. had these in years. I, remember the original yellow ones? Probably not. Before you were born. Well, yeah. they still make those. I've always been a Halls guy. Yeah, but there's, I can't eat those. You want to know why? Why? I, I, I like those, too, because the vapors get you open up your sinus and everything. I, I like those a lot. Yeah, that's that's good. And why? they taste better than this crap. But the regular Halls are loaded with sugar. Well, these are sugar-free. Like, and they, well, you wait a minute. Okay. And you eat them like candy. So that if you have diabetes like I do, your blood sugar goes skyrocketing. These are supposed to be sugar-free, but I noticed last night that these also have a negatory impact. They send your blood sugar up a little bit. Not like so. And then these also have like sorbitol, but it's the last ingredient. So I'm thinking I'm just going to squeeze my cheeks real tight till uh, 145. I'm sure you'll have to. And the uh, Hall's sh- sugar-free, sans sucrose, those have um, lots of sorbitol. 
or maltitol or all of these uh, all of these things. All of those things. I didn't. I, I mentioned that yesterday. Well, then I'll be squeezing my cheeks. That I felt a little. Uh, no, you. I don't think you had that irritable bowel situation like some of us old farts. But man, oh man, I had. Uh, I ate a whole pack of those just like they were candy, you know. Yeah. And I got home just in the nick of time, man. It was one of those deals where you walked in the door and you ran. You didn't walk. You walked into your door. Probably, I think I even left the key in the door. Ran to the magic room. I mean, made a beeline. Wow, I was I was in there a lot. Let's put it that way. I don't want to get too graphic and get Joyce all bent out of shape with all that excretory activity discussion. I was in there a lot, excreting a lot. So so the halls is uh, leaves me. I have no choices there. See what I'm saying? Well, I'm sorry. Well, not half as sorry as I am because these taste like crap. Is that right? They're oh. Yeah, they're they're very. They're like medicinal tasting. You know, even the cherry ones that I got here now, which you think cherry would be, you know, it's not a bad flavor. Right. But not good. <clears throat> what country represents the world's greatest threat today? We had 1,788 votes, quite a few, as a matter of fact. Let's see, what are we going to Are we going to do our 1,000 today? We might, because I didn't put this on there until late last night. I forgot about it. Yeah, we'll get the 1,000. Are we? 530 we got so far. 500 and... Uh, 530, man. 530 on today's. I got tomorrow's all set. I already got it over there to Eric, so I don't want to tell you what it is yet. What country represents the world's greatest threat today? USA, 780. Man, 44% of you said USA. USA, USA, right. Hey, by the way, uh, Tony Snow is the uh, new press secretary. Like, that's a bulletin. Fox News. I'm surprised you didn't make it, uh, what's his name, Bill O'Reilly or Sean Hannity. He could just do revolving Fox News anchors. Or Britt Hume. There's another right-wing jackass. Iran, 285, China, 258, North Korea, 181, Saudi Arabia, 104. That should be much higher. In fact, as you're filling up your gas tank, um, curse the Saudis. Do you know how much gas is in Venezuela? No, I don't. Twelve cents a gallon. Is that right? That is correct. Twelve cents a gallon in Venezuela. Hugo right. taking good care of his own people. I'll have to head down there. Head to a Caracas. I hate this poll, 56. Israel, 41. Canada, 38, definitely a great threat. We've got a lot of nukes. We've got Stephen Harper. He's pretty much of a threat. Wouldn't let them take photographs of the uh, ceremonies with the four soldiers. They just brought the bodies back from Afghanistan over the weekend, picking a page out of the George Bush songbook. So they've got a right-wing extremist here, too. So maybe Canada will become dangerous, 38. Probably all that pot and all and fags. Iraq, 25, Pakistan, 16, and India, only four. I think India is a lot more dangerous than you realize. They're taking all those jobs. That's where they're outsourcing all the jobs. When you get those pain-in-the-ass phone calls, those solicitation calls, a lot of those are coming from India. Did you know that? Well, screw them. Exactly. Screw well, you first. If you can get by that curry smell, some of the people from India are very beautiful looking, but when you get close to them, ooh, man, I think uh, I'll go find somebody else to uh, carouse with. Now, they're, they're, not all the Indian people have curry smell. That's, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, you've never even met any people from India, I'll bet. Maybe once. Have, have you? I, I can't remember, but... No, you never met any people. We don't have any India people in South Florida. Very few. We have Indians, but that's American Indians who are busy, uh, you know, with them phony gambling deals and uh, all those cancer sticks, getting even with a white man. I still can't believe people. People keep trying to explain the way those machines work at the Indians. I, I just, what, what are you people thinking about? I mean, you're all whipped up because your friend put in one coin and got ten grand or something, you know, which is. And I still like, plan uh, on. Yeah, I told you when when they have the real slot machines, I'll go play for like twenty minutes. 
Well, well, what do you got to go to the Indians? Oh, and I forgot to ask Hank again. Don't let me forget tomorrow. George, I'm sure George will be out all week. <laughs> what are you laughing when about? When the slots are coming in? I want to know when those slots are coming in so I can plan my next uh, trip down there. I'm, I'm not coming down there unless I can go lose some money. I wouldn't believe a word Neil said if his tongue was notarized. Sports Hole Radio 560 WQAM presents two broadcast dynamo, Kelby and Wenny. schedule we got uh, Marlins on deck coming up 145 and then the Marlins at the Cubs 220 after the ball game we got Geldy for hours and hours and hours till 10 o'clock tonight what I tell you this seems to be the new QM format based on the fact that his boyfriends are making out the schedule every day I could be just you know imagining that but that's what it looks like to me we got Geldy up the butt yeah till 10 o'clock Eddie K at the 10 which I'm sure the audience would be long gone by then. Uh, 574 votes on today's poll. What best describes most of South Florida residents? And this is good for you know the people listening to this show because they get a real good cross-section of South Florida by listening. Yeah. Brain dead. That is the correct answer, 195, beating all the others hands down your pants. Speaking of hands down your pants, I just uh, started sucking on one of these sepic holes again. Is that right? And I dropped it. Well, I, in other words, I was, like, doing too many things at once and sort of, like, slipped out of my mouth and right down into my boxer shorts. Oh. Talk about candy in the crevice. But at any rate, I, re- I recovered it. Brain dead 195, illegals 98, average 75. Well, what a compliment that is. Average my ass. Insane 58, rejects 52, losers 35. I see a lot of similarity between those two. Ostriches 33 with their heads buried. Well, that's the good thing when you've got a lot of sand like we do in Florida. Have uh, your head very deep in it, 33. And fine Americans, only 28. Thank you, Ocho. Only 28 fine Americans, and the rest, brain dead. So what do you expect me to do about it, huh? Am I going to, like, uh, wave a magic wand and make miracles or something? Can't do it. Can't do it, Pally. As a matter of fact, here's living proof. Here's line 9, QAM. <laughs> oh, man, he's moving it around today. Nice going there. <laughs> nice glasses, by the way. Did you ever see him? Oh, that's right. You said you've seen him at the uh, Marlin games. Gilbert. Oh, yeah. Oof. You've seen it. I have. Sorry I to say. i got news for you, man. The, the price of eyeglasses today, it's always good to have a, a spare pair with the Coke bottle, you know? Cut the bottle out of, bottom out of a Coke bottle. A couple of them. Dolphins running back Ricky Williams lost his appeal of a fourth violation of the NFL substance abuse policy. will be suspended for one year, oh! a source told the Herald last night. That's bad news for the Dolphins and bad news for you if you don't make that deal with Sonny. 
Williams was informed by the NFL yesterday he had appealed the violation, and they said, go smoke a big fat one, baby. You're out. Uh, you're out, Tom. I'm disappointed with the decision, but I respect it, Williams said in a statement released by the Dolphins. I'm proud of my association with the NFL and look forward to returning to the Dolphins in 2007. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, he's got a lifetime contract like Boyd Gary did at uh, IOD. Like they want me to have at QAM. Now, what? Did, oh, I see. Read your comments. Look at this. I'm starting to believe the NFL is looking for marijuana over, like, hard stuff. This is getting ridiculous. This is not over. Let's take it to the streets. Ricky does not yada yada. <laughs> I'm looking at the comments on these uh, on this story in the Herald. Let's have a Ricky blow. Get over it, okay? No Ricky uh, Ticky in the streets. Nothing's going to change it. He's out, okay? He is out. Although I would say that the loss of Adam Venetier to the Patriots is much more devastating than the loss of Ricky Williams to the Dolphins. They weren't going anywhere anyhow. Well, now without Ricky, they can't win that Super Bowl. That's right. They were right on the verge of that Super Bowl. We're smelling it. Can't you smell it? We're talking Super Bowl because it's the, oh, yeah. I've been hearing that year after year after year. They're at the bowl, all right. They're at the same bowl that a lot of other teams are at. They're at the toilet bowl, puking their guts out. Speaking of a nice game by uh, Tampa last night, by the way, against Ottawa, losing 8-4 to right there in Tampa. Nice job. Five, six, seven. Now, either we're going to take a whole lot of calls, because I do have somewhat of a pile here, including Molly Ivan. She's got a good column. That column about the ten, word, the, uh, ten worst corporations in America, it's very, very long. It's on our website. And uh, if you think I'm reading that, you're dreaming. Even if I had my voice, I wouldn't be dreaming uh, doing that. BP, Delphi, ExxonMobil, DuPont, Ford, Halliburton, KPMG, Roche, Suez, and WR Grace. Those are the ten worst corporations. The article goes on eight million words. So read it and weep. ExxonMobil. I think we ought to boycott them. As a matter of fact... Beeville, Texas. Oh, don't you love that name? Beeville. B-E-V-I-L-L-E. Beeville. Probably home of the killer bees. Texans don't like to be messed with, especially in this rugged South Texas county, not far from some of the state's major independence battlefields. So it was only a matter of time before B County Judge Jimmy Martinez said somebody had to stand up to ta tackle a national epidemic striking at the heart and pockets of local residents, rising gas prices. Oh, my God. This week, B County became the first in the state, possibly in the country to pass a resolution asking motorists to boycott fuel pumps beginning next Monday. Just just boycott them. Don't buy gas. Just stay home or walk a lot. It's good for you. Hop on a bicycle. Get you one of them uh, mopeds. I'll just start walking to work. Well, you can get one of, them, uh, one of those we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the things the kids have now, the shoes with the, uh, what do they call them? Oh, they call them, uh, what the hell is the name? They got those little rolly things. To them. Yeah. Rolling papers. County elected Beauty. officials said... What are they? Healy's. Healy's, that's right. Glenn Healy and Mary Healy and Peter Roland Hayes. The American people are tired, Martinez said. What we did was simply take action instead of complaining. We're offering our residents a beacon of hope. Yeah, hope rhymes with dope. Idiot. The median annual income here is about two-thirds of the state average of almost 40 grand. Many can't even afford to travel to nearby hospitals for treatment. There are a bunch of schleppers there, and they're going to pay this uh, three bucks a gallon for gas? No way. So if you want to protest, head for make a beeline for Beeville, Texas, and join the crowd. Join a big protest. That guy that called yesterday. The, the other guy that called was, was correct. That's all over the Internet now. That, that's the new scam. Boycott ExxonMobil, and what was the other one? There was one other one. Um, like, okay, and that's going to drive the gas prices down. Right. Right. You get all this crap on the Internet. You know, the Internet's very fascinating, very interesting, but uh, there's, uh, it's loaded with crap, you know, like yes, the guy at Airbus said. Loaded with crap. 591. I think you're right. I think we got a, a very positive chance 
592. Look at the way they're coming in here. I can't even keep up with it. We got that thousand within our sights. 593. See, instead of doing the break, I'm just going to keep refreshing it. And as long as it now see it's stuck at 593. This Damn. is Neil Rogers. The ball game this is 560. Are beautiful. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Goodbye, McClellan. Now your feet are jealous. Shuffle back to Texas. Let your be lying back and crawl back inside your mommy's ass. You're the debris of us. It's bad. Go on a date with Janet. He can be your lover, soldier, man. Or as we understand, you prefer a mini skirt or tip on Flying day after day, playing the same game, defending the insane. A willing tool for the Bush White House criminal pools. You didn't glow as good as snow, so you've got to go. Go dream about the good old days on your rocking chair, like a mass of meaningless flesh. Oh, that's uh, the Pope there with his designer sunglasses and his nice red shoes. He's a real fashion plate, this Nazi Pope. The Pope with the that's designer sunglasses? That's what on CNN about the Pope being a fashion plate. Seen wearing designer sunglasses. People are dying. Innocent people by the thousands. And they're worried about the Pope and uh, what kind of glass sunglasses he's wearing. You are crazy is what you are. But nevertheless, 617 votes on the poll. I think you're right. I think we got that thousand left. Even with the early exit today, you know, like about 1045. That's right. Okay, I was going to take, this never fails. Any day when you feel like uh, death warmed over, and uh, where, where the hell is the phone action here, huh? Even the crazy people aren't on there yet. Not five, yet. six, seven, huh? Not yet. Not yet. There's five, one. six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the Verizon singular wireless lines. Need a lot of calls today, man. Between now, we've got the three hours to kill, three hours and 12 minutes, but who's counting? Until that big Marlin pregame show. Any interest in that, by the way? No. Oh. Come on now. Is that game going to be on TV? I don't know. Oh. A lot of times when we have these, uh, I, I, I really don't know. And really don't care, to be honest with you. I wouldn't watch it if you paid me by the pitch. But I'm sure we're going to have a tremendous tune-in audience for those 5-13 and 13 Marlins, man. They ought to be paying us to carry those games. That, that's the part of this whole deal that's pathetic. Instead of paying, losing all that, losing zillions of dollars on the Marlins this year, they ought to be paying us uh, by the inning to carry that crap. David, I hate to break the news to you. Nobody cares about your Marlins. Nobody cares. And then, of course, you know, then they hype it up. They give away some stupid-ass bobblehead doll. And about, see, that's the one thing about South Florida. Even if it's an event they don't care about, like a hockey game, they'll all show up if they're giving something away free. Bunch of schnorrs. I should have put that on the poll, too, but you couldn't spell it. It's all about the giveaways in South Florida. That's right. That is absolutely correct. What can we get for free? Even though, even though we're going to put it in a drawer somewhere in a broom closet and never look at it again. Oh, what can we have for free? Might be worth something someday, but don't bet on it. WQAM, hello. Not even there on line one. QAM, hello. See, now when I said chronic, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk that desperate. We're not we're not that we'd never be that desperate. Is, is he pathetic or what? Is is there any word to describe him? Beyond pathetic. Yeah, well a million miles beyond it. I'm the Chamba guy. <laughs> I have no life. That's the translation of that. WQAM, hello. Here come the intellectual calls. I can smell it. QAM. Hi, Neil. Just want to say thank you for all these years of entertainment. Uh-huh. 
Don't want nothing free. Don't need no bits. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Now, there's a call, ain't it? Is that a call? Is that a guy with a thought in his mind? That's why Brain Dead is winning our poll today, and, and believe you me, that's the one I voted for. When I created that poll, I said to myself, if this doesn't win, then these people are, I'm, I'm dying and you're lying. Or is it the other way around? Full of it. Brain Dead. I, now, I, I would have also put one other choice on there that would have been the perfect choice, but I don't know how to spell it. It's called, like that. I don't know how you spell that one. Yeah. Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil, how you doing today? Okay, sir. You too, George. George hey, is sick. George ain't there. Oh, he's not there? Say Josh no. is there. No George. Uh, hi, Josh. I uh, just checked your website. You know, if you read that thing about the corporations, I could take you right up to the Marlins game. Yeah, that's true. If I had a, if I had more voice. I got it in my pile here. It's about 800 yeah, pages. I know. Um, I'm packing my bags. I'm heading to San Diego for a few days. Good choice. Get the hell out of that get place, of, man. Get out of the humidity. Right. But unfortunately, I have to come back to South Florida. <laughs> well, but don't, we can, don't. I can dream someday. My dream is to go back to Connecticut, Neil. Connecticut? Yeah. Hmm, well, I don't know. I don't know what that, you think of Connecticut. That says a lot. I don't think too much of it. I've been there. Yeah. I'm not too uh, crazy. The only, the only good thing about Connecticut is it's close to New York, and I don't really yeah. want to go to New York. So. Whenever I go back to New Connecticut or anywhere in New England, I always feel like I'm home. Yeah. Well, one thing about Connecticut, it's close to Boston. Yes, I love Boston. Nothing wrong with Boston. Okay, well, listen, have a safe trip, Paul. Okay, Neil, take care. Say hi to the uh, Padres out there, oh. Father O'Toole. Never been to San Diego. Everybody raves about the weather there, but they say, I don't know, it's something like uh, they're always fearing a naval attack. A lot of seamen. 5670560. Pound, and a lot of right wingers there, too. It's not that far from. But it's, you know, when you get south of L.A., it gets more and more right wing. Now, let me ask you about Boston. You've been there, obviously. I lived there. Oh, wow. Now, great city? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I've heard mixed things. I've heard people that love it, and then I've heard people that say, well, if you don't go to a Red Sox game, there's nothing to do. Oh, give me a break. Yeah, well, I will say this. It's pretty, um, that whole business about banded Boston, I, I don't even know if they have any, like, even one strip club open anymore. They, they pretty much, they've gone from one extreme to the other. They used to have an area, which is part of Chinatown, called the Combat Zone. Right. Where they had all the porno, and they had, like, all the strip clubs and all the perversion and stuff. And then, of course, just like uh, Julianne did in New York, they sanitized and closed everything down. And so now Chinatown is, uh, I don't know what it is. I haven't been there in quite a while. I mean, once they close the porno down, what do I want to go there for? But uh, hey, that's still a great food, great people, a lot of young people, because there's all the colleges and universities and right. all kinds of crap there. It's, it's, it's okay. If you can't find something, something or somebody to do in Boston, man, you, you, got, you need help. You need assistance. It's, uh, it's fine. I mean, it's not Miami, but then again, what is? WQAM, hello. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Buenos dias. That bit that you played with uh, Lenny and Goldie? Yeah. I actually heard that show when they got on the air because the power went out. Uh -huh. That was pretty damn funny. Pretty damn funny, Neil. Just one thing, uh, in order, and uh, request that George, <laughs> yeah. George is out. Um, can you play Fly on the Wall? Fly on the Wall? I don't even know what that is. Uh, George at home with his wife. Fly on the wall. I don't know. Fly on the wall. All right. Second season got it. W oh, I got it here. Presents Fly on the Wall. Oh. Now, is there going to be something filthy in this or not? Because I, I never played this. I don't know, but my hand's on the button. Oh. Probing look into the private lives of our on-air personalities. This time, our hidden microphones were placed in the home of George Rodriguez. George. 
charge! Yes, dear. You better hurry. You're going to be late. Yes, dear. Get out of here. Get ready for work. Dear, do you have to have the baby? I'm having that baby, whether you like it or not. Yes, dear. And I don't want to hear you talking about it on your radio show anymore. Yes, dear. You philandering womanizing precious pet. Yes, dear. Now get out. Yes, dear. But come back. Yes, dear. You. Come here! Yes, dear. Get over there! Yes, dear. Come here! Yes, dear. Get over there! Yes, dear. Come here! Yes, dear. Get over there! Yes, you. dear. Come here! Yes, dear. Now get over there! Yes, dear. Come here! Yes, dear. Get over there! Yes, dear. Come here! Yes, dear. Get over there. And here I always thought they had a dog. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> this is 560 QAM. I hear the voices. I listen to all voices. Hey, old buddy. Jesus here. Have you killed all the homos yet? We need their soul. Right, Pop? There won't be anyone left when you get back anyway, son. Don't worry, George. I made you the decider. I'm the decider. Iraq was a good decision. Don Rumsfeld is doing a fine job. And I like the idea of blowing up Las Vegas. Yeah, that's a city of sin anyway. Funny how everyone who goes there says that. Hey, Pop, where's the Virgin Mary? Looking for a sandwich somewhere in France. She makes great sandwiches. That's because she uses real helmet mayonnaise. Not the diet. I hear voices, voices, voices. Sam, is that you? They told me as to can, Sam, but I choose to look like a dog today. My only begotten son. I'm the designer. Laura sure looks sexy when she dresses like an old Russian woman. I listen to all voices, 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 voices. By the way, don't put the mayonnaise on your roast beef sandwich, okay, or on your corned beef or pastrami sandwich. It's strictly for glam. 1044, 16 before 11. Don't forget this Saturday, big day on QAM, man. Even I'm getting, even as bad as I feel, I'm getting all whipped up about this. Do you believe it? Yeah, I'm no. sure you're worried about what those Patriots are going to take. No. Saturday, it's QM's NFL draft party with Jim Mandage, the Mad Dog, at Hooters and Pembroke Pines. Also, along with Jim, like, you know, like a little bit of a liability, Joe Zagacki. Joe Zagacki sucks, okay? And the Big O. Rock solid. All these people for your draft day coverage. Man, we're really uh, pumping it out for you. Join them at Hooters and Pembroke Pines for the QM NFL draft party this Saturday starting at 10 a.m. presented by Heineken. And you're not going to be playing at Heineken. I would, I mean, but I don't have that drop in here. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's in mine or not. In fact, I'm amazed that I, I don't know where the hell that damn thing came from, that uh, George bit. I never played that before. Oh, that's from the movie Blue Velvet. No, I don't mean that, but I mean where it came from in my DCS. I've never played that before. And I, I, I definitely don't have that. Heineken, well, where does he get some of this crap? How come he's got all the good stuff and I got, uh, like, he's holding out like that? Yeah, like, how about all those mo drops he was going to put on a, a disc and send me? Remember, like, that is correct. All, all those other, he got a whole bunch of those. When he gets back, whip his ass into shape. Now that you got that new deal, 
That's right. Josh Cordes, by the way, is the new assistant program director, which means in about six months he'll be the general manager. Could only be an improvement. Molly Ivins writes, pro-Israel nutjobs on the attack. I like Molly Ivins. One of the consistent deformities in American policy debate has been challenged by a couple of professors, and the reaction proves their point so neatly that it's almost funny. We had a series of stories on these guys. A working paper by John Mearsheimer, professor of political science at the University of Chicago, and Stephen Walt, professor of international affairs at the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard, calls the Israel lobby, or called the Israel lobby, was print, that was the name of the uh, paper, was printed in the London Review of Books earlier this month. And all hell broke loose in the more excitable reaches of journalism and academia. For having the sheer effrontery to point out the painfully obvious that there is an Israel lobby in the U.S., Mearsheimer and Walt have been accused of being anti-Semitic, nutty, and guilty of kooky academic work. Alan Dushowitz, who seems to be easily upset, went totally ballistic over the mild academic not to suggest pretty boring article by Mearsheimer and Walt, calling them liars and bigots. Of course there's an Israeli lobby in America. Its leading uh, working group is called the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, APAC. It calls itself America's pro-Israel lobby and attempts to influence U.S. legislation and policy. Several national Jewish organizations lobby from time to time. Big deal. Why is anybody pretending this non-news requires falling on the floor and howling? Because of this weird deformity of debate. In the U.S., we don't have full-throated, full-throttle debate about Israel. In Israel, they have it as a matter of course. But the truth is that the accusation of anti-Semitism is far too often raised in this country against anyone who criticizes the government of Israel. Being pro-Israel is no defense, as I learned a long time ago to my cost. Now I've gotten used to it. Jews who criticize Israel are charmingly labeled self-hating Jews. As I've often pointed out, that must mean there are a lot of self-hating Israelis because those folks raise hell over their own government's policies all the time. I don't know that I ever felt intimidated by the knee-jerk your anti-Semitic charge level to anyone who criticizes Israel, but I do know I've certainly heard it often enough to become really tired of it. And I wonder if that doesn't produce the same result, giving up on the discussion. It's the sheer disproportion and the vehemence of the denunciations of those perceived as criticizing Israel that make the attack so odious. <laughs> Mearsheimer and Walter, both widely respected political scientists, comparing their writing to the protocols of the elders of Zion is just silly. Several critics have pointed out some flaws in the Mearsheimer wallpaper, including a too broad use of the term Israel lobby. Those of us who are pro-Israel differ widely, and having perhaps overemphasized the cloud of the Israel lobby by ignoring the energy lobby. It seems to me the root of the difficulty has been Israel's inability, first, to admit the Palestinians have been treated unfairly, and second, to figure out what to do about it. Now, here goes a big, fat generalization, but I think many Jews are so accustomed by reality to thinking of themselves as victims, it's especially difficult for them to admit they've victimized anybody else. But the Mearsheimer wallpaper isn't about the basic conflict, but rather its effect on American foreign policy, and it appears to me the author's arguments are unexceptional. Israel is the number one recipient of American foreign aid, and it seems an easy case can be made that the U.S. has subjugated its own interests to those of Israel in the past. Whether you agree or not, it's a discussion well worth having, and one that shouldn't be shut down before it can start by unfair accusations of anti-Semitism. In a very equal sense, none of this is academic. The Israel lobby was overwhelmingly in favor of starting the war with Iraq and is now among the leading hawks on Iran. To the extent that our interests do differ from those of Israel, the matter needs to be discussed calmly and fairly. This isn't about conspiracies or plots or fantasies or anti-Semitism. It's about rational discussion of American interests, and in my case, being pro-Israel. I'm looking forward to hearing from all you nutjobs again, she says. And I'm sure she will. Just like uh, every now and then. Oh, well, you're a self-hating Jew. Yeah, right. Whatever you say. Go to Israel, we'll pack you a salami sandwich. How do you like that? With mayonnaise on it. 662 votes. Josh was right. You called it. We're going to hit that 1,000 easy today. It's probably because George is homesick. I'm homesick. 
See, that's the one good thing about doing the show here is I can be homesick and still do the show. You trooper, you. Yeah, what a piece of crap. As soon as I walked in here this morning, I saw the VU was uh, pumping. I said to myself, that little spick. Now, I knew, I, didn't I call it yesterday? You called it. I can always tell when he's like, uh, oh, gee. You know, when I was a kid, I used to do that. You know, I'd lay in bed in the morning if I don't want to go to school. I'd be, oh, oh moaning and groaning like I was dying. You know, and of course, my mother being a real fool. Oh, Take the thermometer, put it on the light bulb for a little bit. Oh, no, once in a while she'd put it rectum. Yeah. Ooh. And then I got right up and ran to school. What best describes most of the South Florida residents? 665 volt. I bet if I refresh it, we got maybe 666. Wouldn't that be something? Let me just refresh real fast. Uh, 667, we hopped over it. Brain dead, 231. Although we have had some very good intellectual calls so far. Illegals, 106. Average, just come see, come saw. Menza, menza. 86. Insane, 69. Reject 61, losers 42, ostriches 40, and fine Americans only 32. And people are going to say, we didn't put very many positive choices on there. Well, what, what, would, what did I leave out? Huh? Uh, I, I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah, I think average would be like a high compliment, and that's sitting in third place right now. Average would be like uh, really, really a reach. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, two things. First off, I got religion. I don't need to watch Fahrenheit 9-11 oh, because I learned all I need to know with Loose Change Part 2 off of your site. Okay. Bunch of crap going on in here. And yeah, secondly... A lot, of, a lot of crap. That's what they said to Airbus, man. It's all a bunch of crap. Right. Exactly. And, and just in like saying crap because it gets yours upset. All right. And in closing, if you're taking suggestions for the poll, what about a-holes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I like that. Let's get that right on there. All right. Thanks, Pally. You're I can't say it, but we can sure put it on the... We put a lot of things on our poll that we can't say. We have to, like, dance around it like he just said it. But just spell it right out. You know, don't put just A, you know? Don't worry. <laughs> In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if that Dennis Leary song comes up sometime on the show today. Well, you talk about having a busy affair. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. I wonder what that's called. I think it's called A-Hole. Yeah, folks. Yeah, well, that's as much as you're hearing. <laughs> Five, six, what? And to think that we used to play that on the air all the time. I Didn't remember. A-Holes on Parade. I wonder if I could play like a, just a little tiny touch of that, too, here. Yeah, get Joyce all with Oh, yeah, here we go. I forget exactly how this, how this goes. <laughs> well, it's in there somewhere. All right. And if that doesn't get them all whipped up, i got a way to do it. If that doesn't wake up these uh, bastards in the back room here. They say our love is taboo. So while I'm not feeling all that great today, and in fact, that's a good way to get the rest of the week off, I think. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, it's just, it's just so silly. The whole thing is just silly. Isn't really the correct word. It's it's pathetic, is what it is. Just absolutely pathetic. And so a guy comes in there yesterday, Clarabelle. You know, I mean, I, I have no support, none, absolutely none. It's always the same excuse from him. You know, oh gee, we're so scared. Yeah, we know you're scared. I, I still say the best thing they could do is redo that billboard campaign even though Donna Shalali might get all bent out of shape again. And instead of the original one, just say, QAM, we have no balls. And that might <laughs> pacify her, as opposed to say, we have balls. I mean, what kind of a silly old dyke gets upset because of a billboard campaign that says, WQM, we've got balls. Every sports station in North America, including the fan here in Toronto, they, for, for a long time now they've had that campaign. The fan, whatever it is on the dial, we've got balls. Big deal. Yeah. Well, people don't get offended as easily in Canada. 
Is that what it is? That's what it is. Or maybe that's because Canada is such a tremendous threat. Now yeah. we got Stephen Harper in there. Boy, they're going to rue the day, man. They're already ruining it. WQAM, hello. There we go. Just, just keep trying, man. Let's see. If you do it like a hundred times, will it get on? No. No. But you just keep you keep busy. It'll keep you off the streets. Keep you out of invading your neighbor's house. WQAM, hello. Hello. How are you, Neil? I'm good. Good. Um, got a question. Um, why is Tony Snow committing career suicide by going to uh, uh, be a spokesman for probably well, well, one of what the do you worst mean by that? presidents? He's not doing anything different. He's being a mouthpiece for Bush, which he's been doing on Fox for years now anyway. So he's not, you know, they're just calling it something different. Yeah, but doesn't he realize that Bush is probably going to go down as one of the worst presidents ever? And yeah. he's gonna, he's, it'll just kill his career. No, no, it Amazing. won't because no, it won't because once Bush gets impeached or whatever's going to happen, he'll wind up going back to Fox News and they'll gladly welcome back with open arms and legs and uh, put him on the air again. Oh boy! When you're a right-wing fanatic, you have no shortage of places. I notice CNN is putting Glenn Beck on the air now on the weekend. Every right-wing nut job that's been on radio or TV all of a sudden is on the uh, Talking Head Networks now. Uh. <laughs> In fact, there's the promo right now. Debuts headline news May seventh and eighth. Glenn Beck. See what I'm saying? And, oh, we, and we got, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, on MSNBC. What else is his name? Uh, what is his name? Ken Olbermann. Yeah. Keith Olbermann. Oh, yeah. His name. yeah, Keith Olbermann. And that's it. That's it. That's one. Oh, God. You got any uh, menial labor jobs up there in Canada that I can come up and take? Oh, yeah. Come on up and club some baby seals to death. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon and the singular wireless line. See, the reason they do that is they don't want to like, appear to be too civilized. Oh, Carl Rove meeting with attorneys on his role in the CIA leak matter. Oh, look at that. There's that roving maniac. I'm going to say it again. All this stuff that's going on, and you're paying like, and this summer, maybe four, close to four bucks, maybe over four, over four bucks a gallon for gas. I wouldn't be the surprised. The American public is getting raped and pillaged and looted. People are, innocent people are dying. We've got like mayhem and lunacy. Every couple of days we get a new videotape from some uh, one of the master terrorists or an audio tape. And in the meantime, it's like, hey, how's that American Idol coming? How does Simon Cowell feel this week about uh, this idiot? You know, that, that stuff. I, I, I you know, all, all these cliches, man. See, in the world we live in, life is a cliche. You know, like after the Holocaust, never again. You know, there's all these people in Africa and Darfur and other places, zillions of them dying like crazy. And now finally, by the way, finally, the Pope the other day, they're, going to, they're commissioning a study to see maybe possibly about allowing the use of condoms as a way to prevent the spread of AIDS, especially in Africa. The greatest cause of misery and suffering and death in the world today, the Catholic Church is fine. They finally uh, got around to apologizing to Galileo, and they're finally saying, oh, yeah, maybe condoms are okay, but only for the priests. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Father, do you help or know all the blood? I'm a Catholic. No. In the 50s, Robert Young made people laugh, and Father Knows Best. Now, this great series is back, starring a few Catholic priests who like it young, in the return of Father Knows Best. Step into the confessional, Billy. I don't know, Father. This makes the 47th time I've been in there this week. Oh, Billy, you want to be a good Catholic, don't you? Yeah, but does everybody get a spanking? <laughs> Father Knows Best. It's the Vatican's best-kept secret. And you've got a private seat for all the fun. Just enter the rectory from the rear. All right, Billy boy. It's time for your flute lesson. But, Father, your flute has only one hole, and it doesn't make any noise. Oh, it will, Billy. It will. <laughs> 
Father Knows Best. Once you've seen this new sitcom, you'll wonder why you've never heard about it. Let me introduce you to St. Peter. Father Knows Best. Going to church may not seem very entertaining, but there really is something funny going on here. Oh, there sure is. It's a real panic. It's a laugh riot. 703 votes on the poll. How do you like that, boys and girls? That's not too bad for 11 o'clock-ish. How bad at all? 703. What best describes most of the uh, South Florida residents? Brain dead, 239. Illegals, 109. Oh, you guys talking about illegals are real schmitty. I just love her. She was, she was a real idiot. Average, 91. Insane, 71. Would have a lot of votes if I knew how to spell it. A reject, 63. Ostriches, 44, with their heads buried deep in the sand, right there on the beach. Losers, 42. Fine Americans, 35. And a-holes, which just went on there. Has got... Nine. Oh, there's one. <laughs> there's a real one. If I ever heard one. See, there, there's, I'm surprised we don't give him his own show. In fact, now that he's the assistant PD, maybe he'll put his own name on the schedule. Yeah, be careful what you ask for. I'm telling you. I mean, we've got all these other people who can't speak on here. Why not the, gr the Grim Creeper? Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> don't forget, after the Cubs-Marlins game this afternoon, which I'm sure you're going to want to be glued to your radio for that. Get out the uh, super glue. It's Geldy for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> See, that Neil, he keeps uh, knocking Geldy, so we're going to put him on just to, just to rub it in his nose. Hey, come on, Neil, why don't you want to re-up for another 10, 15 years, not until you're 100, until you croak right on the air. I, I could do that today, although my shoulder's getting a lot better. I think this is the flu, you know, the aches and the pains. Yeah. Without, thank goodness, though, the, the whole nasal and the, the congestion thing, that, that part to me is the most agitating. It's it's uh, not that it's just it's the annoying factor. Yeah, it's the most annoying and aggravating, and you can't breathe, and you like, ah, you feel like you're in. Love. But here, my my head is as clear as a bell. Sun is shining. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's going to be around 60ish today. Good day to go out and plunge your guts out. Distraught mom Britney Spears. Here's the important news. Okay, forget about Iraq and forget about the uh, price of gas and all all this crap. Dead people. Pollution. Forget about all the uh, minor things that are going on. Now that we have the Ricky Williams story seal, sealed down. That's right. Distraught mom Britney Spears has fired her nanny. Britney Spears, who, of course, had that little cameo there in Fahrenheit 9-11, where she said, she uh, believes we ought to do everything the president says. She trusts our president. Oh, God. Goes to show you that looking good don't mean there's anything between the ears. And, of course, who really cares when you come right down to it? Right? right. Yeah. Good point. It's not what's between the ears that counts, it's what's between the... Oh, can't say that, Joyce, I'm sorry. Can't say legs. The singer made the decision to get rid of the little Sean Preston's keeper in the wake of the child falling from his high chair. She's got some issues, you know what I mean? Mama Brittany? Yes, she First does. she's driving with the kid in the... Uh, holding the kid behind a steering wheel, like, like a dog, you know? That's what I used to do with Tiny. No, seriously, when I take him to the vet, you'd have to, like, uh, hold him in, and he would want to steer the damn uh, steering wheel. He wouldn't just Piece sit in the crap. passenger seat? No, no. Are you that hyper little, little dogs, in case you haven't noticed, are very hyper. Now, my golden retriever, he would, like, uh, get in the back, and he would just hang out in the window. Vet. Huh? Oh, not in the vet, yeah. Yeah, he would get in the back and just uh, plop himself up in there, and that would be it. No problem. But the little dog, pop, 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 you know, that's how little dogs are. Good thing that he's uh, dead. Anyway, Brittany's been hiding out in depression since her son's head-bonking incident and canceled plans to celebrate her brother Brian's birthday, the magazine In Touch Weekly says. Well, that's one of my favorites. Touch It Weekly. She wanted to be a mother and thought she could snap her fingers and be the perfect mom, a pal told the mag. It's always a pal. Have you noticed that? All these articles, like in the Inquirer, a pal says, 
But Brittany is leaning the hard, learning the hard way. The big good mother is something they have to work at. And guess what? She's reported to be pregnant again. She, she's certainly not wasting no time, is she? Great. She'll have she'll be driving with one on, in the wheel and one in the passenger seat. One on the wheel and one on the uh, probably one on the roof. Brittany also reportedly hired a doctor to advise her on how to keep her tot safe. Boy, she's a real mother. She had to hire a doctor to teach her how to like do a little mothering. The doctor advised her not to leave Preston on any high surfaces where he could roll off. <laughs> like, don't set him up on top of the refrigerator. Which uh, they also say Spears was so impressed with the sage advice that she wanted to hire the doctor full time, but he told her that wasn't necessary. Maybe he could be the mother. But apparently childcare is putting additional pressure on her marriage to her aspiring rapper hubby Kevin Feederline. The two got into a spat over whether to go to his hip-hop show at the Vegas Club Pure last week. Kevin wanted Brittany to stay out that night, but she refused. She wanted to stay at the hotel with the baby because she felt uncomfortable leaving him with a nanny with Fran Drescher. So Britt spent the night in the hotel room while Kevin partied. That exciting? That's kind of news that America is just dying for, man. Their tongues are down to their kneecaps for it. I was waiting for you to read that story. Oh, yeah. Brittany and her new baby. I bet you most people don't know that. We got uh, we got Ben Benifer and we got uh, Tom Kitty Cat and we got... Uh, well, how come they don't have a name for them, do they? Kevin uh, Feeder, Feederline uh, Spears, whatever that is. No, and don't give the media any ideas. Feeder Spears. Yeah, they'll come up with one. 721 votes. My God, you'd almost think we had somebody listening out there. I can't imagine why. Don't forget, next Tuesday at 1130 in the morning, we're going to be saying Kaddish on QAM. For the going out there, that means it's... Well, that's why you have the pra- Jew- a Jewish prayer you say when people die. Kaddish? Yeah, Kaddish. Yiskadavi, Yiskadash, Rabo, Oivei. Because the ratings are going to be coming out Tuesday, 11.30 in the morning. That'll be the final nail in the current regime's coffin. Then we'll move on to somebody else. Let them give it a shot. Five, six, seven. Come on, let's get that phone rolling again. I'm under the weather here today, although I don't sound it, do I? No, not really. That's the problem. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, eating any more of these sepicles, I'll tell you that. My blood sugar, I've just checked it. It's not good. Not good. These, I, I think I ought to sue them. Then I could get off of this damn scam and just uh, go plunge my guts all the time. The hell with this crap. Sue these Sipicol people. It says sugar-free, sans sucre. Everything here has to be labeled in bilingual, English and French. You are aware of that. It's Is that right? What a, what That's a joke. really annoying. Yeah, to pacify the frogs, you know. Which there aren't any frogs here, and this for not too many. Let me take a look at that blood sugar and see if it's... Uh, I just took it again. I'm waiting for this thing to percolate. Oh, it's coming down a little bit. Now, what do you, prick your finger? Right. Yeah. It's like, after you've been doing it for years, see, Hank is such a wuss, man. You don't even feel it anymore. It's like a little lancet. It's real, real sharp. And you don't feel it at all. But uh, some people are real. It's like people that don't want to go to the dentist, you know. They just did it again. It just felt like a prick. That's all. What? It's, it's like real quick and uh, painless. Sure. Although you do have all these, um, like the tips of your fingers have got like all these little um, things on them. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon singular wireless line. Don't forget that big draft party Saturday, man. I bet you everybody in town is making their plans right now. I'm sure. They're on their way out there to the, uh, uh, where's it going to be? Hooters. Oh, Hooters and Pembroke Pines. They're going to be on their way out there to see the Mad Dog. And just to uh, pee all over them. WQAM, hello. It's Chronic Wednesday. WQAM, hello. You need in Canada. 
No, there, there he is. That's our daily Hi. call. All right. We go away He must be a Robert Creeper Jr., okay? He must be a Hispanic Robert Creeper because he also speaks with the same speech defect. Or maybe he knows Winnie Martez. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What do you think about Tony Snow? What do I think about him? I think he's a fascist. Yeah, but a beep, but a boop is right. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. But a beep, but a boop. About Tony Snow. Like it's a real bulletin. It's like like we carry those press conferences on this station. Every, every time they're announcing a sports thing like the Pat Riley deal. We know two days in advance that he was going to be the coach again. And uh, right away, oh, uh, well, we better carry that press conference. All the time they pull that crap. Like when Wonstadt got canned. Remember that one? Oh, how could I forget? They were all over that like stink on Joyce, man. Well, the best part is, is you know... They don't let you play any drops during the press conference. Yeah, because oh, yeah, be well, funny. we certainly don't want to do that because that would pollute the integrity of our of our sports uh, establishment here on QAM. You know, we don't want that old fag playing a bunch of nasty like uh, yeah, like that in there, or God forbid, like any uh, sound effects while uh, something important's going on. The exception to that was because we don't really care about hockey, even though we have the Panther franchise. We just as soon get rid of it. But I remember when Bill Torrey had that press conference where he announced he was firing BM and uh, TM and. Uh, everybody else, remember that one? Not really. Well, they let me. Uh, they actually let me uh, <laughs> drop in some good stuff on there, just to piss them off that much more. Boy, those guys did. And uh, BM, by the way, I noticed his team won last night. Not doing the uh, Jacques Martin roll up the uh, like an accordion in the playoffs yet and die like uh, Jack Martin did in Ottawa every year. Of course, like I said the other day, Jack Martin doesn't have to worry about his team choking in the playoffs this year because the Panthers aren't in the playoffs, just like the Make Believe's, not in the playoffs. But that's getting to be, uh, you know, kind of a yearly thing. And guess what we got in the mail uh, yesterday again? Oh, a, a bill, renewal? A bill. Uh, we already paid the first installment plus the uh, playoff ticket uh, money they wanted, which there aren't any playoffs, which supposedly goes toward next year. And now another thing for uh, two or three grand they want toward next season. So it's like the 25th of April yesterday, and they still want more money for it next year. Hey, Alan Cohen, guess what? I know your brother Marty, and all I can say to you is uh, you cut the crap. Man, they just want money, and they want money. They're not putting the product out there to, like, make the playoffs or really uh, put anything outstanding on there. Plus, Neuendijk and Roberts are going to be 90 next year, the two of them. And what are they going to do then? Joe Neuendijk. Joe Neuendijk. Very good. How Excellent. There's, there's Josh just playing his hockey knowledge. And what about Roberts? What's Roberts' first name? Bill. Dave. Who's with a G? Greg. No. Gary. Very excellent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this man knows his hockey crap. That I do. Just as well as anybody else in South Florida. See, that would be a good... I don't know whether I should do a poll on that or just discuss it. What? What sports franchise least deserves to exist? Like, like for example, Kansas City uh, Royals. For Kansas City is such a nondescript place anyway. You know what, though? For baseball, I mean... What have they won? Three or four games? Okay. Although they're right on, they're right on the Marlins' ass. Yeah, they are, but Marlins have no business. Even though, you know, the funny part of it is Marlins have won two world championships, and yet they really have no reason to exist. The, yeah. I wouldn't really agree with that. Although, although I have a hundred times more reason to exist than the Panthers. Well, the, the devil rays for baseball are the Yes, worst. absolutely correct. There's just no business for that. There is franchise. no business like uh, slow business, and that's what they got, real slow business, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They got a devil of a time winning, and, and they got a bunch of rednecks over there on the West Coast who made a big simmons about they wanted to change the name of the team because devil rays implies devil worship, and, uh, you know, why don't we just put 666 on the back of every player's uniform? That would oh. be good. I'd like to see that. Wouldn't that be good? That would be. 
put it on there, like a little armband on with 666, just to piss off all those uh, Getskis over there. 11.13 at QAM, it's the uh, Marlin pregame show. Drive Concepts for over 20 years has been doing a fabulous job in my home and zillions of other South Floridians. They're the best carpet cleaning company in the universe. And they remind you now that springtime is here. Cleaning your windows and doing a little bit of dusting here and there, a little spotty uh, surface cleaning, may give the appearance that your home might be clean, but until you deep clean all the dirt and germs settle deep down in your carpeting, your furniture, and your drapery, even in that bedding, it's really pretty schmutzy, isn't it? Dry Concepts is offering springtime specials right now to help you with all your spring cleaning, and there is always just a phone call away. Don't forget, Dry Concepts specialize in upholstery cleaning, leather cleaning, drapery cleaning, oriental rug cleaning, water damage restoration. Keep that in mind by the next 15 hurricanes hit. Water damage restoration, pet odor treatments, and mattress cleaning to get rid of those dust mites, and much, much more. So don't just half clean your home this spring. Don't do a half-assed job. Do a super job by calling Dry Concepts today and have your home clean from top to bottom. They always show up on time. They always do a professional job and give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start their unbeatable job. No rip-offs, no scams, just a super-duper job every time from Dry Concepts. Call them toll-free in Dave Brown of the Palm Beaches, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Or log on to their website, dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Marlins fans, it's time for the 2006 QAM Mercedes-Benz Grand Slam inning contest. If a Marlins player hits a Grand Slam in the fifth inning, you'll win a two-year lease of a Mercedes-Benz C230. For more information and to enter, log on to WQAM.com. The 2006 Mercedes-Benz Grand Slam inning contest from Sports Radio 560 QAM. You might mention my name to Rights Master Gary. 560 WQAM presents How in the World Do These People Keep Their Jobs? With Wendy Morvan. Hello, this is Wendy Morvan. Here to tell you about people who are driving this for her radio. And you better listen carefully to some business form. It's my imposing foodie that keeps my job. People are afraid to fire me because I got big muscles. I'm big and strong. I'm like intimidating. I don't have to know what, what, what I think because I can intimidate people into issuing me a check. No matter how embarrassing I sound. Now, over here I got made the 12 of Let me show you how that's work. First thing we do is turn up the monitor speaker to focus only on the thing that matters most important in life. Sports. They want to talk about nuclear bombs that thing anywhere in Nevada. Falling. Let's talk about baseball, baseball, baseball. Whoa, what a game. Wee. Yo, Lenny. Yes, Mr. Wee. Oh, just call me Greg. Yeah, I'm just a consultant now. Okay, who well, I didn't want, Greg. I mean, let me do it. important this And now look, why don't you lean on that call button? Hmm? Should I do that? Why, sure. I'm consulting you. Okay. That's why sports is very important to everyone's life. Not that sports is gay. It we define gayness. Sports is like the VIP rooms in the back of the Wackham Club, where men would tweet to see either fly, and things are very, very quiet outside the occasional club. Are they just talking about nuclear threats in there? Well, I'm banging my pipe. Here. Eh. Uh. Eh. Uh. What are we going to do about it? They know I'm going to kick their ass. Here. That's what to fire me. I'll kick their ass. Come on. Where's my man? Where's my goose? I'll kick your ass. I'll, I'll, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice going, Lenny. He the, he's the man, Lenny Martez. Why can't we get him and Gildy on together like that one bit? I think the guy had a good point. Coming soon. 
<laughs> we don't want to get into that. Oh, here's some good news. Here's some excellent news. Joining Illinois, or as some people say, Illinois, because there are a lot of stupid people, California has become the second state in which a proposal to impeach President Bush has been introduced in the state legislature, and this one includes Cheney as well. Oh! All right. California Assemblyman Paul Koretz of Los Angeles, where the L.A. Times is now called for Cheney's resignation, has submitted amendments to Assembly Joint Resolution Number 39 calling for the impeachment of President George W. Bush and Vice President Dick Cheney. The amendments reference Section 603 of Jefferson's Manual of Rules of the U.S. House of Representatives, which allows federal impeachment proceedings to be initiated by a joint resolution of a state legislature. The resolution, in the words of Koretz's press release, bases the call for impeachment upon the Bush administration intentionally misleading the Congress and the American people regarding the threat from Iraq in order to justify an unnecessary war that has cost billions of dollars and thousands of lives and casualties, exceeding constitutional authority to wage war by invading Iraq, exceeding constitutional authority by federalizing the National Guard. Oh, I thought there was no National Guard in Iraq. Conspiring to torture prisoners in violation of the Federal Torture Act, indicating intent to continue such actions, spying on American citizens in violation of the 1978 Foreign Agency Surveillance Act, leaking and covering up the leak of the identity of Valerie Plame Wilson, and holding American citizens without charge or trial. All of these things. All of these things. things. How do you like that? Hmm. At both the state and national levels, Corrette says, we will be paying for the Bush administration's illegal activities and terrible lack of judgment and competence for decades, not only in the billions of dollars wasted on the war and welfare for the rich, but in the worldwide loss of respect for America and Americans. Bush and Cheney must be impeached and removed from office before they undertake even deadlier misdeeds, such as the use of nuclear weapons. There are no bounds to their willingness to ignore the Constitution and world opinion. We can't afford to wait for the next disaster and hope that we can survive it. Absolutely correct, sir. Nice going, Paul. You go, boy. How do you like that? California. Good article. Excellent. I just uh, sent it to you. In fact, you better hope I get out here real soon because during, as I'm sitting here, I keep sending more and more. You're going to think George was sending these. In fact, if George is listening, which I'm sure he's not, but if he were, while you're at home sick, you might as well send the Josh some extra stories now he's got that new deal. The audience will be pleased to know that George and Josh have got great new deals, man, pretty much all signed up now with the new regime. Too bad those guys aren't going to be here much longer, but nevertheless... Tuesday morning at 11.30, I think that could be a day that will live in infamy. Let's dig FDR up and see what he says about it. A day that will live in infamy. Uh, May 2nd, 2006. The numbers will be coming out. Oh, man. Can you imagine the green apple quick step that's going to be danced in the halls all uh, Tuesday morning? Not really. Oh, yeah. Going to be a lot of screaming and carrying on going on after that. Oh, boy. And the best part of the whole deal is, I can tell you, would be a shadow of a doubt, these guys haven't got a clue how to fix it. They haven't, they haven't got an idea. <laughs> oh, man, that, that's the best part. You know, I mean, if they had, like, even some semblance, that's why you got 80 hours of Geldy this afternoon after that stupid-ass ball game gets done. It is just shocking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the people that are running this place now are on the payroll across the street. I'm not making any allegations, you understand, but it wouldn't shock the hell out of me. Yeah, and you know who's got to be really laughing up his sleeve right now? Let me give you a clue. Don't you think? Yeah. I bet you he's just laughing his ass off. Up, uh, is he still part-timing it in New York or doing whatever he's doing? I'll be damned if I know. Whatever. Not that we really care, but I bet you. And, of course, he was, uh, you know, he was what he was. 760 votes, man. We're going to have like 850. By, no sweat for that 1,000 a day. I like, I like this. I don't like when we have a lot of pressure. In addition to which, we don't have the luxury of that last 15 minutes today. We get cut short, like I was at birth. What best describes most of the South Florida residents? Brain dead, 251. A solid 33%. 
rock solid. Illegals, 115. In fact, wait till we get rid of all you illegal aliens and we bring in some real uh, decent humans. Average, 93. Insane, 75. Reject, 65. Boy, so much negativity. Ostriches, 48. Losers, 43. Fine Americans. There we go. There's a real positive one. Only 38. And a-holes, 32. Well, that one is climbing. Just look up there. Just look out your window. You'll see the dance of the climbing a-holes. <laughs> oh, they're climbing toward the top. They might even be climbing toward the top of your uh, light pole out there. Five six seven oh five sixty. I do have a marine doubt, a Prius in every pot. Eat your heart heart out, Heber Heber. And then we got the, I got some good stuff here. And quite frankly, my my throat. It must be these great sepa uh, calls. But I'm not eating no more of these. Got to get that blood sugar down under under six thousand. Don't that's, you think that I, I think that's false advertising? They put on their sugar free. Well, there's nothing else in there that is uh, setting the blood sugar up, so it's got to be that. And it did the same thing last night too. Sepacol, you're a bunch of liars. Whoever makes that, probably Bayer or one of those companies makes this crap. Look at on the thing here to see. I'm sure if I went and got the box, it would tell me who makes this garbage. I'm going to sue their ass. <laughs> All you die. What? You should. I don't know what you're laughing about. This is serious beeswax, man. He's sitting there laughing. See, one of these days, I hate, to, I hate to say this, I hope you avoid it, but one of these days, you're going to be facing the same music, mister, and you're going to say, boy, I sure would have listened. I wish I would have listened to that old fag. He I knew what he was talking about from personal sad experience. I take care of myself, man. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I've seen that picture, man. You're looking a little chunky there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chunky? See, you hear that nervous laugh? He's looking a little bit chunky to me. You've got to be the only and person sitting on in the your world. fat ass and they're eating all that free food now for the next hundred years. Uh, that's not going to do you any good either. Hey, that's just taking, taking, you know, taking advantage of the benefits. Yeah, the perks. WQAM, hello. And congratulations to Joshie and Georgie. Yeah. The three they made their first child be a masculine child. The, the, <laughs> the three of you guys are definitely great Americans. Hey, Neil, yeah. that, um, that assemblyman. That you just read about California. He was on uh, your girlfriend's show, Randy Rhodes, yesterday. Broward! Um, yeah. Broward! He um, wrote Broward! that resolution. Broward! <laughs> Broward! Wrote... Yes, sir. He uh, he wrote that resolution. Yeah. I know <laughs> what evident... I just said. I know that, but evidently the... Uh, and she just said... ...has not... Um, Approved yet? They're well, of course not. I mean, you think they're going to approve that in California? Arnold the, will go after them. The Terminator will go get their ass. Right. Uh, but the interesting thing is that Randy brought out Broward was that uh, <laughs> she, uh, the, the legislator there, is democratically controlled. So yeah. they're trying. They're trying to come up with a, a nice way of presenting an impeachment resolution. Yeah. It's the silliest thing in the world. <laughs> do it, and then evidently our Congress has to respond to that. So. Yeah. Uh, well, hold, hold your breath. I'll let you know when to exhale. Or maybe Randy will tell you when to exhale, okay? She's good at that. 26 past 11. we got almost 800 votes on the poll. Things are going hunky-dory. I'm feeling actually almost human now. And you want to know why? Because your blood sugar's soaring. No, and actually my blood sugar is starting to come back down again. Thanks, God. No, it, it's got nothing to do with that. It's got to do with the fact that we got that ball game coming up. And right. it's already 48 degrees. It's sunny. It's beautiful. It's not a cloud in the sky. It's got to be around 60-ish. And at 145, I'll be out the door. Wait a minute, it's 40 and it's going to be 60-ish? Right, 59. Okay. 
Well, it's, it's only 11.30 in the morning. Don't you understand the way this works? Yeah, okay. See, this, this isn't like Florida where it's like already probably like 82 and the high is going to be 86 or like that. That's not how it works up north. And you've lived up north, so I don't know what to No, you haven't, have you? Not, not really. No, not really. See, so you don't know what it is like with a little change of temperature when there's like a nice crisp feel in the air, you know? Like this morning when it was like a nice crisp 32. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain being chopped to bits by a finely honed meat cleaver. This is your brain in a blender. And this is your brain being stirred into a big pot of chili. Mmm. Brains. Real food for real people. I rock. That's right. We rock. Hell yeah. Then I rant. Must be the heat and all the sand. It makes you kind of cookie over there. They got some bugs. So do we. I mean the big kind. Ours are bigger. The kind that come with red buttons, man. Look, I get it. I know we could totally kick their ass, right? That's right. Because we're vigilant. But tell me we at least have a plan. Sure thing. You see, Iran is directly responsible for 9-11. Oh, my God. Really? Well, hell, I don't know. They could be. You never know. Oh. Okay. And they probably have a terroristic dictator as well. Oh, that's bad. No, that's horrible. And when they don't hand over their weapons of mass destruction, well, how do you know they won't? Well, I just won't answer the phone that day, buddy. Oh, we'll take them down. How? Lots of damn. Oh, you bet your turban I'm coming for you. You mean military. Well, someone is. Yeah. Iran. Hell, I'll reset your government. Yeah. I ain't afraid of no suicide bombers. Yeah. Well, uh, don't worry. They're bluffing. Wait a minute about that. No, it'll be cool. Um, well, what if they really do press the button? Next thing you know, it's nuclear winter. We've got the solution in our back pocket, buddy. Really? What? One word. Global warming. 11.32 at QAM. Very bad uh, Bush invitation in that bit. 11.32, but it had its moment. 700 and uh, what? 7.81 on there. Like I said, it'll be way over 800 by noon, and I'll guarantee you they're jumping for joy in the sales department. Aren't they all back there jumping for joy, high-fiving and low-fiving? I got some big sports news, by the way. What's that, Ricky's not going to play? No, bigger than that. Uh-oh, bigger than that? Canadian Steve Nash headed for the second straight NBA MVP award, according to the Arizona Republic. Canadian boy, eh? Steve Nash. I love it. Although the sad part of it is they just kicked the uh, Toronto Raptors at the Air Canada Center on Friday. Nash scored 20 points and had 10 assists as the Phoenix Suns beat the Raptors 140-126. to 126, A real whooping. Canadian, good Canadian boy, my ass. Go back to Phoenix, you idiot. Anyway, the newspaper, citing a league source familiar with the voting, said the Suns' point guard will become the 10th player to repeat his MVP. Magic Johnson is currently the only point guard to have won the award twice. Did you know that? I did. Well, and now you know it's going to be Steve Nash. Did you know that? This is good. Why is that? I just like it when the white, a white guy wins the, uh, the MVP in the NBA. Now, that was one of the most racially charged comments I ever heard in how my life. How do you figure it? Come on. What, how you many like white guys win the NBA? A white guy wins the award? It's great. Just because it's a dark guy sport. That, that, that would be, how about if Jerome McGinley won the MVP of the uh, Hart Trophy in the NHL? <laughs> what? I don't know who that is. I know Peter Worrell. He's a black player for the, well, Peter Worrell ain't going to win any trophies. I don't think he's in the league no more. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's not. No. Jerome McGinley is a superstar, 50-goal scorer for the Calgary Flames. Flaming! Right. You better, you better know your hockey, mister, because once you get past Joe Newendike and what's-his-name Roberts, you're not uh, too solid on I know my Panthers, man. You know you don't. You know, uh, Roberto Lawang. Jay, Jay yeah, Bomeister. Yeah. How you say it? Bomeister. Bomeister. Uh, Oli Jokic. You better know your hockey, mister. Who? Oli. Oli Jokic. Oli Jokic. Very good. Wow. Woo. 
Okay. Of course, Roboito. And uh, come on now, you know. And I know, I know the Panthers. And the uh, Republic said the affair. You probably know as many of them as I do. How about Wojtek, uh Whatever his name is, I, I don't know. Who? Bunch of uh, foreigners. Republic said the official announcement may not come for two weeks, but the votes have been tabulated. And good Canadian boy, Steve Nash, the MVP. Forget about forget about him. He's small potatoes with a big head. How come he ain't going to get it? Huh? He's, uh... Black? He, he didn't produce. Oh, God. Well, you're the one that said you want to see a white guy get it. I said it's nice to see no, a white guy No, you said you want to see a white guy get it. Isn't that what he just said, George? George just nodded his head at home. Maureen Dowd writes, a Prius in every pot. Now, you see, the Heat the heat fans, they think just because they're beating up on a girls' team, the uh, Bulls, uh, you know. They're feeling pretty confident right about now. Yeah, they're real cocky right now. Just wait till they get up against a good team. Boy, I'll tell you one thing. I don't know anything about it, and everybody is saying, hey, the Pistons would kick their ass from here all the way to Wisconsin. Definitely. Not even a contest. So you can give you give me all that BS about Pat Riley and his slick haircut and all that other crap. You know, what's that got to do with yeah. and the icy sleeve? Anyway... What is that icy sleeve? Is that for like, maybe I should put that on my uh, shoulder. You think the icy sleeve? Are you in pain? No, not actually. Well, from this radio station, yes. In fact, when Joe, when uh, Clarabelle was in yesterday morning, that should have been my comment. Because it's, a, it's the truth. Even though I could, you know, still lose a little more weight. I'm 189 this morning. It's not too bad for me. I still got about 29 pounds I'd like to lose. Or maybe close to. About 30, uh, man. But that's not too bad for me. And other than that, everything is just uh, hunky-dory, man. There's only one one negative in my life. And you know what it is? I'm going to go ahead and guess QAM. That's it. Good guess. 790 votes. What best describes most of the South Florida residents? In fact, if I, I will guarantee I'm going to bet you my life on it right now that if I had to still be there, this is the only thing. I said it when he left the station. I'll say it again. The only thing I thank Greg Reed for is uh, having them build this studio right here. Because if I still had, had to be down there, I'd be there in a box. Guaranteed. And you'd be over there at Power 96 with all those losers over there. Yeah. And there are no white people over there anymore now that Kid Curry got kicked out. They're all Spanish. Are they really? Yeah. Like who? What, you want me to name all the people? Yeah, give me a couple of names. Who's at Power 96? I'm out of the DJ loop. Laz, DJ What What happened to that guy DJ in the morning that got canned? Who, Albie Silk? Albie Silk. What happened? What be happening with him? Um... I guess he just wasn't cutting it. He wasn't cutting it? Nope. Fine enough? 790 votes. Brain dead, 256. That's the correct answer. Very good job, all you people in the audience that vote on our poll on neilrogers.com. Excellent job. Brain dead, 256, as in Q56. Illegals, 120. Average, 97. <laughs> I got I got another good one. Yeah. Schmidt. Yeah? Without the M. Yeah. Of course. I think that's... Huh? Is that is that like a little too harsh? Is that over the top? It's okay. Oh, is it? Okay, put it on there then. Average 97. Insane 75. Reject 65. Ostrich is 50. A-holes 48. It's climbed up three spots. The climbing A-holes, man, are up that ladder. They're moving. They're climbing it. They're going to hop over the ostriches like they're laying... we got their head in the sand. Losers, 44, and fine Americans, solamente 39, 39, Italiano. Isn't that interesting how oh, the Spanish and the Italian numbers are so similar? Isn't that interesting? Not really, but... Well, their I languages are very similar. Yes, they are. 
Now, French, on the other hand, is like <laughs> more guttural, like that, because they're obnoxious, and they always speak like that. Yeah, a lot of that. Oh, boy. Maureen Dowd writes, a Prius in every pot. It's taken over five years, but George W. Bush finally made a concession speech to Al Gore. He conceded that America needs to conserve by buying hybrid vehicles and developing new energy sources, trying to calm the yips in his party in the country over exploding gasoline prices. Thank you, by the way, very much, Mr. President, again, for those low gas prices. The president sounded like a bit like a wild-eyed ozone man himself yesterday, extolling the virtues of alternative fuel derived from cooking grease, sugar, grass, wood chips, soybean oil, and corn. But then he got a hold of himself. You just got to recognize there are limits to how much corn can be used for ethanol, he said, standing in front of a bucolic mural. After all, we got to eat some. You could run a fleet of SUVs on the gas that W was spewing about fuel. Bill Clinton would have been more likely to crack down on fast food than W and Dick Cheney would be to crack down on big oil. Even the usually supportive Wall Street Journal editorial page chastised Republicans for putting on Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi fright wigs to shout about corporate greed and market manipulation. W's big move was to ever so slightly beef up a federal investigation into oil company price manipulation that's been underway since Katrina. It's a great idea, said the Democratic leader, Senator Harry Reid, so good that we passed a law last year calling for it. Price manipulation could explain the marginal why gas went from, say, 270 to 290, but not why gas went from 140 to 270. That's more about fundamental forces, Chinese and Indian demand, markets spooked by Iran's threats, Nigeria's unrest, Venezuela's talk of nationalizing its oil industry, 12 cents a gallon in uh, Venezuela, and the Pentagon's bungling of the restoration of Iraq's infrastructure, so we can't hook up that tube. Gasoline prices may be hurting average folks, but the oilers who helped put the boy king and Duke of Halliburton in office with lavish donations are enjoying record profits and breathtaking bonuses. How about those oilers? They beat Detroit in overtime again last night. The oil men in the Oval, incompetent in so many ways, have brilliantly achieved one of their main objectives, boosting the fortunes of the oil industry and the people who run it. All those secret meetings the Vice President had back in 2001, letting the energy and oil big shots help write our energy policy, one that urged more oil and gas drilling, worked like a charm. In all their years in government, Mr. Cheney and the Bushes have never done anything to hold the oil company's feet to the fire or get Americans' feet off the gas pedal. As Representative James Clyburn, Democrat of South Carolina, noted, the Republicans are the party with the keys to the executive washrooms of Halliburton, Exxon, and the big oil corporations. Consider Lee Raymond, who recently retired as chairman and chief executive at Exxon. Recently, we learned about his stunning secret compensation. He got more than $686 million from 1993 to 2005, according to a Times story, which calculated that's $144,000 plus for each day he spent leading Exxon's God Pod, as the executive suite at the company's headquarters in Irving, Texas, is known. $144,000 a day. Even I'm not making that. Even Josh don't have that in his new contract. The only oil baron who isn't cashing in these days is Sodom. We pulled up to the pump in Baghdad. We pumped down $10 billion a month, and we're not, still not getting any gas out of it. Instead of easing our oil dependence and paying for Iraq's reconstruction, the bungled invasion and subsequent nuclear sparring with Iran have left even Republicans looking for Priuses. The last time W began ringing, <coughs> ringing his hands about our addiction to oil in the State of the Union address, the Vice President was dismissive about the notion of sacrifice afterward. And the Energy Secretary clarified the President's words, saying they shouldn't be taken literally, and that the idea of replacing Middle East oil imports with alternative fuels was purely an example. Even if W shows up on TV in a gray cardigan, it's patently preposterous for the Republicans to make this argument after selling us on the idea that it's our manifest destiny to get into giant cars and go to giant Walmarts and giant Targets and buy more giant bags of stuff. Now they're telling us to squeeze into tiny electric cars and compete for precious drips of oil with the Chinese and Indians who are swimming enough of our dollars to afford cars. The U.S. could have been developing alternative fuels 30 years ago. About 30, man. 
Yes. If Dick Cheney hadn't helped scuttle an ambitious plan in the Ford administration. By the time these guys get gas from cooking grease, global warming will have us cooked. That's your uh, girlfriend, Maureen Dow, today. Nice going, Maureen. A Prius in every pot. And you didn't even have to pay for it. How do you like that? 1142 at QAM. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Barlands? Who the hell are the Barlands? When driving, I gotta fill my SUV time and time again. I heard oil supplies the world to fleet when it's another war we have to face. Now there's a hunger in the Ford Escape. And no cheap fuel for hell on sake. Come on, it's no fair. What we gotta pay? Come on, is that fair? Go ask Triple A. Can they get any higher? Prices at the George is out sick today, by the way. He would be here doing a show today. We want to apologize to you for that, except for the fact that he's sick, because I'm a little ill. And although, you know something, if I would have not done it today, I would feel real bad about that now. I'd feel guilty. Yeah, you would have. Because I'd be out there plunging my guts out already. I could already be down about, you know, 1,500, 2,000. 13 till noon at QAM, we got the Marlins pregame show, 145. Marlins and the Cubs, that's the third and final game. Marlins trying to salvage one game, just one, just this one time. Can they win it? No. Probably not. Marlins at the Cubs at 220, followed by hours and hours and hours. Of, oh, yeah, Geldy. All the Geldy, all the time. So Geldy again tomorrow from 2 to 4. And then on Friday, we got, uh, let me take a look at the schedule. Geldy. <laughs> oh. What did I tell you? I don't want to be I told you so kind of guy, but I told you so. Once his boyfriends took over that the troika of little children, and of course our new general mangler, Clarabelle, he kind of sits back, ho, 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 we want to lock you up for the rest of your life, Neil, ho, 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 and look at the great job we're doing getting all Josh and uh, George taken care of, ho, ho, ho. Man, he is just pathetic. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon singular wireless lines. You could knock me over with a feather. If you would have ever told me before this all happened that somebody would come in replacing Greg Reed that would make Greg look like a rocket scientist, I would have said to you, uh, you got to be sniffing glue, man. you got to be crazy. Of course, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to put you on the spot because you're, right, you're at a very critical stage of your hot negotiation there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the less said, the better. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you today? Great. I hear you talking about 12 cents a gallon for... Uh... I was there once, Caracas. I couldn't wait to get out of there. I was there one day. I've been there multiple times. 
One of the things that I love about the way the fuel works, other than it's really cheap, Mm -hmm. is gasoline is the same everywhere. There is no competition in the price of fuel. Somebody may charge more in their little grocery store for a candy bar, but no matter where you go, the law says fuel must be the same everywhere. Yeah, I would would have think Hugo Chavez, if they they mess around now, even if it's like 13 cents, that's the end of them. Oh, we're waiting. Okay. Oh, he's waiting for Hugo. I think he misunderstood, but nevertheless. Maybe that was Pat Robertson calling. We're waiting to take out Hugo Chavez. Voice. Don't go to Venezuela. Don't listen to that last guy. Do not go there, man. It's just teeming, teeming with uh, mostly schleppers. Crime? Oh. I, I don't want to go through the whole story again. Just uh, I was in Caracas that one time. I thought it was going to be really you know, pleasant, and I, I expected something totally different. And the drive from the airport to the city, man, you go through Las Montañas, man, through all these winding mountains and zillions and zillions of these huts. They've all got like a you know tin roof huts with like a TV antenna on top. Oh, yeah. And they all look the same, and there's all these schleppers in there. And at nighttime, a lot of these uh, desperados, they descend down into the city and just rob and rape and loot and plunder and uh, not good. Yeah. I mean, I, I know a friend who uh, knew a woman who went down there and was sitting in a cab, just like you were, mm-hmm. had her hand out the window. A guy came by on a bike, cut her finger off, took the ring. Right. There you go. That's the way to do it. And a finger, no less. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the finger that showed up in that chili at Wendy's that time. That could be it. Man, I think he just might have answered that dilemma. There you go. Oh, that, that turned out to be a scam. Remember that? Yeah. That was a scam. Some bitch that was running around suing everybody inside. I can't, if there's anything I can't stand, is people looking for suing. Unless it's Sepacol, though. I forgot to look at the box and see who makes this crap. WQAM, hello. Hi, Jeff. Although I think it has really helped my sore throat, though, remarkably. So, you know, either your blood sugar goes up. If one thing doesn't kill you, something else will get you, right? Right, yeah. Can't have, nothing's perfect. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Oh, we're on hold. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. There's a scene in, 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 in part three where uh, Mary is holding up a picture of Apollonia. And yeah. it looks like she's comparing and contrasting if Kay is her mother or Apollonia is her mother. Really? And you told me the other day that uh, Mary was uh, Kay's mother. That so is, what, what was she's, that look no, on Mary her face? is not Kay's mother. She's Kay's daughter. That is correct. Yeah, Kay's daughter. Mm-hmm. What, what was that look on her face while she was, she was uh, comparing and contrasting her look? The look on her face was she just got shot where she said, Dad, Dad. And we're just thinking, oh, why could you have done that way much sooner, honey? This guy's trying to like... I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, what greaseball, goombas come out of the woodwork. See, if you want to believe that, that's fine, okay? In other words, I don't know why you asked me the question if you already have made up your mind that she was Apollonia's daughter, but uh, she was not. Michael had two children, both by Kay. Now, the one, the bastard son, that was uh, Sonny's, uh, that was uh, Andy Garcia, Vincent. Yes. He was the bastard son by that uh, very ugly uh, Guidoette that was, uh, Sonny was banging up against the doorway there. Remember the scene at the wedding and uh, Sonny's wife, she's talking to the other women there and she's doing the thing with her hands, uh, you know? Yeah. Remember that? She wasn't talking about how big the wedding cake was either. 5670560, I think she was making some Warren Beatty reference there. WQAM, hello. I think Josh has come. Okay, good. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. <laughs> I got to tell you, I was uh, listening to your uh, uh, little pitch, uh, not pitch, but uh, reading that little uh, story about the uh, impeachment uh, proposal mm-hmm. by the sta- states. Yes. 
And just as I was pulling up to an intersection up here in uh, beautiful Palm Beach County heading into uh, Broward, and uh, uh, I, I saw this uh, bumper sticker, but it was on, on, a, on a guy's rear window, and it's the classic of the week so far. It read, I'd rather hunt with Dick than ride with Ted. I thought oh, you could have charge out of that. That's cute, yeah. Okay, was, thanks, Pally. You got it, Bottoms up. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Oh, there's the doggy psychologist on CNN. See, this is what we get. The, there's that poor old golden man. Looks about a hundred years old, and they got the doggy psychologist there trying to straighten his ass out. I should have had a doggy shrink for a tiny, you know, for that little dog. Boy, most little dogs are crazy. You do know that. Do you have a Do you have a dog? Yes, I do. Now, what kind of a dog is it? A pit bull. No, I said, do you have a dog? WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I, I, I'm just, you know, they put this guy in Tony Snow. I guess they're rearranging the uh, rearranging the chairs on the Titanic. This guy's been critical of Bush. I know he's yeah. a right-wing fascist. Yeah, there's a story I, that I sent that will be on our website tomorrow where he called him everything incompetent, uh, right. everything out of the sun. And, I of mean, course, you, you just know that they're going to be dragging all of those quotes out everywhere you look. Exactly. I mean, that'll, I mean, they might as well have had, you know, the fat, drug-addicted liar, Rush Bing-Bang, be the guy. Yeah. You know? I mean, but uh, what, what do they think, that Tony Snow is going to be able to, to to take care of the Washington press? They figured if there's anybody could give a big snow job, he's the guy. Yeah. Well, he is. But, I mean, uh, it's going to be lie after lie, and he's going to be smiling. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, I hope that they really ream Tony Snow a new ass. Amen. Amen. No, that's it. Yeah, maybe they can bring Rita Cosby out there and she can whisper some questions at the uh, news conference. Mr. Snow, what do you think of her? <laughs> you see, I don't know why we, we need to be single out because we got Geldy and Letty Martez and all these other squeaky people on here who don't belong on here. I mean, if it's good enough for MSNBC with all the General Electric's money, if that's the best they can put on here, then why should we expect to put, like, real broad, broadcasters on, huh? Maybe that's where they're getting their ideas. I think it was a bad idea to put Schmidt on there. I think the people feel that went a little, little too far. No, how it doesn't have any. No, no Schmidt. That, that, that was just too low of a shot, even for this show, which we ordinarily, you know, we can go as low as you want. Oh, look at that. Now, there was a little min pin. Did you see that? Are you not watching? Yeah, no, I'm watching it. I'm watching Did you see that little min pin? Yeah. They're really cute. You don't want one, though, believe me. Oh, look at that little puppy. There there you go. There's like a uh, dachshund. Which, by the way, to your terrible comment to my dog, but I've owned uh, uh, multiple retrievers. Not a terrible comment. I've owned retrievers. That, that's a dog. Anybody, unless you've got a small place. You've got like a small apartment. You don't want them. They're too big. Right. I can't have one now. But, but um, the golden retriever is like, almost like another human. Great dogs. Uh, I've also had two dachshunds. So. Never had one of those. Now, I don't know. They're kind of like strange. One of them oh. really good. The other one, eh, you know. Not so good. You killed it? No, it was just fine. But 825 yeah. vote. It's always a sad day when you got to put the dog to sleep, you know. But, uh, yes, then, but then, as the months go by, you realize, boy, all the freedom you've got. What best describes most of the South Florida? That was a terrible thing to say. I do want to apologize. Yeah, it was. For, that was no, almost as bad as saying, no, you know, you like Steve Nash winning the NBA. MVP. No, you're the one that said that, that you're glad he won because he's a white guy. You said that. Yeah, I'm glad to see a white guy win. Isn't that what you said? That's what I said. Well, that's nasty. What what difference does it make what the color of his skin is? How about if the best player wins? Larry Bird Larry Bird was white, and I think he was disgusting. He was a nauseating guy. Well, he he wasn't good-looking, but you can't... No, I'm not not just talking about good-looking. Just the whole ambiance of him. He's just a... A yahoo. Forget about good looking. He just looks like Big Bird, so you don't I mean, like how him. many good looking seven foot tall guys are there anyway? You know, they're freaks. Right. Now, of course, except for, well, that's another story. He's, he's icy, uh, he's got that icy sleeve. He's got something up his sleeve. 
825 votes, that's kind of like uh, Joe Namath who could really play. Well, why is it most of these, most of these jocks can't speak? What is that? Like a head, a head scratch, although Troy Stratford, he can speak. Hmm. Brain dead, 262 South Floridians. Illegals, 126. Average, 98. You know, kind of like middle of the road. Insane, 77. Reject, 67. A-hole, 61. The ladder is uh, ready to fall over. That's climbing up so fast. Even Spider-Man never climbed up the side of a building that fast. Ostriches, 50. Losers, 44. And Fine Americans, 40. No Schmidt. Out of 825. No Schmidt. Hey, no Schmidt, all you horse racing fans and poker players. Pompano Park Racing and Poker has got all the gambling action you're looking for. It will also feature simulcasting of the Kentucky Derby next Saturday, May 6th. You don't have to waste any extra gas. You drive any further than you have to in order to watch and wager on the Run for the Roses. Pompano Park will feature early bird wagering on Kentucky Derby Friday, May 5th, starting at noon. And then on Saturday, May 6th, you can watch and plug your lungs on the Kentucky Derby, plus the last two races from Churchill Downs. Come to be part of the crowd as they root home the winner of the first leg of the Triple Crown. Pompano Park will also have free past performance pages for the Derby Field. Located just a half mile from the I-95 in the Turnpike, Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, offers you free admission and free general parking every day of your life. Live Harness Racing in the Great Smoke-Free Poker Room is open every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker starts at noon, like in two minutes today, goes on until midnight. And Live Racing gets underway nightly at 7.25 and a p.m. Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, like tonight. And don't miss out on Dollar Night Wednesdays like tonight. That's when draft beer, soda, hot dogs, and lots more. Just a buck apiece starting at 6 in the p.m. Don't forget, a week from this Saturday, next Saturday, May 6th, watch and plunge on the Kentucky Derby at Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, 954-972-2000, or go on the web at pompanopark.com. And don't forget, they even named a street after Mickey McNichol in Detroit. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Hello, how are you, David? And this portion of the Neil Rogers of your 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the letter 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Slices of pizza. All for me! Just two young Duke boys. Never meaning no harm. All right. Accused of beating a stripper, got in trouble with the law. Now they wish they weren't born. Watching her curves, high in her hills. Who'll prove they're innocent now? Well, their lawyers probably will. Making their way to the courtroom now. Just two young Duke boys from the Duke lacrosse team. Picture got out of hand now all over the land. They got their face on TV. Oh, yeah, I'm all over that story, man. Like stick on uh, Grace Metallius. I'm just all over it. Not. 5670560. Oh, Better get these phones cranked up again, man, because I'm not, I don't have like a real huge pile. No. That I want to like uh, sift through here today. I want to get my throat agitated. Now that that Sepacol did such a fine job of like soothing my uh, aching throat, my shoulder, the whole deal. 
feel like a new man. I feel like I'm going to go out there and win like 50 grand today. So that new uh, Toshiba must be out, huh? The new Toshiba HD uh, player. That's right. DVD player. So you're hoping to win 450 at least. No, I'm, no, that, that, that's only for a start. I mean, if I only won 450, I don't leave at 450. It's uh, not even worth it. You know, that, that pays for a little more than cab fare, you know, about three times cab fare, four times. Forget about that. That's just for starters. That's just to start playing with our money a little bit. Then you hit the 3,000 online. Then you run out the door. They put the money in your hand. You say, thank you very much. You give them a 20, and you run out the door. And I'm sure that you're going to be tipping the uh, attendants when they start paying, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Jackpots? That's right. Just keep that in mind. I had somebody the other day who was telling me, oh, I don't, would never tip the attendants. I said, what, what the hell's wrong with you? They're going to let your ass sit there for, like, hours. Nut job. Some people just don't know that. I should write a book on um, casino, on gambling etiquette. Wouldn't that be good? You would know. copies of the, What? I said you would know. Yeah, on, on, uh, on uh, racino etiquette. Get all you bastards ready for this uh, summer when they finally open up those damn slots. Finally. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Just like you'd like to know that gas prices were as low as two forty five a gallon in Jersey like two weeks ago. I went up to Hershey, PA, and I went to through Jersey to go you to went North. Went up to Hershey Highway, yeah. And I got to tell you, PA is gorgeous, especially Hershey Town. All that free chocolate, but it's very, very nice there. And um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, five six seven oh five sixty. I knew they had told you he was going up to Hershey Highway and pound five sixty at the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. My shorter is five. Okay, good. We don't care. Not interested. Just tell us when the next uh, Prozac shipment comes in, okay? Couple, oh, we got one Schmidt. Look at that. One, one person voted for that. Somebody really even even more caustic and uh, skeptical and nasty than we are. I don't want to put that on there, but you insisted. 844. We got an hour and 40 minutes. We'll get that thousand real easy, right? Not even a uh, contest today. Still waiting for this phone to explode here, though, I'll tell you that. Don't forget this Saturday, that NFL draft party at Hooters in the Pembroke Pines, 10 to 5, sponsored, presented by Heineken. <laughs> now, I'm, not, I'm not doing line 9, okay? You, you do line 9. Well, okay. And I just want to make sure these other ones are yeah, they're still functioning, because after what we had the other day, you can never be too sure. Thanks to Bell South, by the way. Thanks for that fabulous job welcoming me back from vacation on Monday. That was a beautiful thing. We had phones ringing like crazy, but we couldn't uh, see where they were ringing and what they were dinging and what was going on because Belt South sucks. They may not be good, but at least they're consistent. One thing about the utilities in South Florida, like Florida Plunder and Loot, there's another one for you. Got, they've got their hands in both your pockets, and they're sticking their foot right in. Right, and that's it, as far as they can. WQAM, hello. Neil, the Jamba Man sucks. Yeah, good. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Nine. Yeah, let's try line nine while we're at it. QAM, uh, Eddie Line. Yeah, huh? <laughs> How did we know, huh? Sounded like he was in a little bit of pain today, too. That was Eddie Jr. WQAM. I see hot. Yeah. I wonder what he's got up his sleeve. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If I'm going to depend on these callers today to bail me out till 145, forget about it. They really suck. Very, very slow, down to a dribs and drabs. You know, this is what happens when you spoil the audience and you sit and you spoon-feed them and read all this crap day after day. I'm not going to do it. Not today. I throw this feeling much better now. I feel right in that uh, pull-in-the-slot, punch-in-that-button mood, you know. Not going to let these people move me off my appointed grounds. 
847 there, man, on the pool. 847. We'll have that thousand before you can say uh, Joe Bell's a goofball. Say it, though. WQAM, hello. I got needles. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, hello. Yeah, I'm by that guy. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Now, with Michael and the Godfather, he, he uh, mm. married Apollonia. She got blown up in the car, so she couldn't have had a kid. Because she got killed a few days after they got married, is that right? right? There was there was no baby, and she got blown up. Of course, we mentioned that yesterday, but this guy still wants to insist that somehow she was Mary's mother, even though she was dead and she was never pregnant in the first place. Maybe it was an immaculate contraception, or maybe the guy that called is just an imbecile. You think that's possible? Right, but one other question. When he when he uh, he moved over there, he had the black guy from McCluskey still. When he proposed already engaged to the Kate, he was pretty busy with his cannoli there. Yeah, okay, whatever you say. And don't forget. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. What the hell is he talking about? The black guy? Well, what black guy was in The Godfather? Did I miss uh, the movie he saw? Uh, I don't know. There no. actually isn't any. No, there, there are no black people. That's why Josh liked it so much. 5670560, oh, pound 560. I bet you Steve Nash is in it, though. What do you think? In fact, maybe that was an old Nash Rambler that she was driving when it blew up. But a bing like that. Remember? Yeah. You driving alone, boss? You going alone? You driving? Yeah. Sunday, Saturday, Monday. That'll teach her to screw up the days of the week. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What's up? How you doing? Good, good. Like, well, I was telling you yesterday, when I got pulled over, I said to the cops, is it whatever they do? Okay, good. WQAM, hello. Tom Gustafson. <laughs> All right, lives. WQAM, hello. Neil, I challenge you to find true happiness. WQAM, hello. Hey, Back how you Back to the doing, pivot Neil? spot, man. Back to the pivot spot. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Good, good. He didn't say the black guy. He said that Michael had a black eye. He still had the black eye. No, he said he had a black guy is what he said. No, 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 no. He had a black eye. Yeah. Ojo negro. You know what the ojo negro yeah, is. Ojo negro. Yeah, or ojo. Rectum. How do you say brown in Spanish? 5670560. I don't have any idea how you say brown now that you mention it in Spanish. Do you? I'm trying to think. Uh, well, you're supposed to be. Now, let me ask you something. Jesse Agler, I noticed at the end of the show yesterday, George played that uh, silly ass Scotty Mac crap, you know? Right. Uno, dos, tres, whatever that uh, crap. And uh, and Jesse Agler comes on cuatro, cinco, seis, uh, well, that crap. What is he trying to tell us? Well, that's, that's good, actually, yeah. Uh... What, what does that they mean? like people responding to our drop. No, no, I, I understand that. No, I'm not, Even I'm though not they didn't let us play the whole drop, that wasn't the whole drop. We got cut off, but hey. Why is that? All right. I, 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 I got to tell you right now, I don't know where the hell that is. I know it's, oh, here it is. It's under smack. It's like, uh. I touched her gut. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Neil Rogers, good. George Rodriguez, no good. Oh, no, that's bad. Especially on... Thanks, honey. Okay. I realized we had all these in here. Look at this. Scotty Mac. My God. Oh, yeah. That feels great. Oh, brother. You never met Scotty Mac, and boy, are you ever lucky. Talk about, talk about a silly person. You know, some of these people like college kids who like, then they get to be like 35 and they're still like college kids and they do silly pranks and they're like overgrown children, you know. Right. Kind, of, kind of like what we got there running the radio station. Kind of like that. That's Scotty Mac. Twelve minutes past noon at QAM. We got uh, Marlon Game, and then we got Geldy for 48 solid hours. This is Neil Rogers. Put extra batteries in your transistor sister, baby. It's going to take a lot of juice. All the slime, all the time. Hello, I'm Naomi Campbell. Oh, God, this woman's thinking of a mechanic. 
Cindy, we've come under scrutiny for using our cellular phones as weapons. This is all much ado about a hairdo. You go, girl. This is ridiculous. We got these people coming up and trying to interrupt me when I'm talking. Excuse me, ladies. What are you doing? You don't see me recording the commercial? Ladies, you don't understand. Are you the one that stole my jeans? That's the one that took your jeans, girl. What would I be doing with a woman's pair of jeans? Get it. I think he's dead. I think we killed him, but he did take your jeans. And he did make fun of your hair. This is much ado about a hairdo. That's what I was saying. This is what the phone should be used for. Not just for dialing, text messaging, or internet use. But for opening up people's heads like a coconut. Excuse me, ladies. Can I... You do it! Uh, I see you have cell phones Who and I need... talking to, honky? Do you need to use my cell phone? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to make a call. It's very important. Let's give him our cell phone. Let's give it to him! <laughs> Another example of great cellular phone use. This is much ado about a hairdo. What should we do now, Congresswoman Cynthia McKinney? I'll tell you what, Naomi. Let's go up to my office and have some coffee. Excuse me, ladies. What? I need to see some ID, please. Identification, don't you know who I am? I work in this building. And you know who I am? I'm supermodel Naomi Campbell. That's a supermodel. I still need to see your ID. I got my phone right here. Okay, I want to see my ID right here. Thank you very much, Naomi. By the way, I love your hairdo. You're beautiful, girl. Paid for by the Committee to Make Cell Phones Legal Weapons. 1218 at QM. Here's a sensational a phony fax from Matt and South Beach, supposedly. Guess what, Matt? My numbers are still sensational. And number two, uh, the idea that Miami is the most dynamic city in the world. <laughs> you must not get out of the house too much, okay? You must stick strictly down around South Beach. I got all those. What? I was going to say I got something else sensational. What's that? I got how you say brown in Spanish. How's that? You're not going to believe me. Marrojo. What? Marron. Marron? Yeah. Is that like maricón? <laughs> no. Is that like bugarron? Well, marron. Well, sure marron oh, in marron. Italian means... Uh, oh, no, don't start now. I can't don't say. start going there. Anyway, Matt, with a uh, caustic, uh, I'm glad your ratings are going down the tube. Unless people will be hearing your obsolete swill, you're out of touch, your blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, I'm doing just fine, okay? And this idea, if you're happy with what Miami is in downtown and uptown and all this other crap, stay there, Matt. It's a perfect place for you, okay? I got, I got another uh, one for the poll, by the way, we didn't put on there, which would we'll zoom up there. Hostile. Yes. Hostile. See, if it was only me, Matt, I'd say, well, I'm just a malcontent. I don't uh, like uh, this, but but it's not just me. In fact, most, most people that I know basically say uh, the same thing. But that, that's okay. You, you li- enjoy it, Matt. In fact, you'll be the only one on that uh, Metro Mover, just like on the Metro Fail. You'll be on that, uh, riding that one. Ride it out to Hialeah. Anyway, I'm not going to waste my time with this thing. about. In fact, it's probably from across the street is what it looks like to me. Oh, yeah, everybody's quoting the people on the ticket and 790 this, but well, big deal. doesn't affect me. got nothing to do with this show. Here's one that says the Holy Land Experience Biblical Theme Park near Orlando won't have to pay property tax under a bill passed today by the House. Park officials described the five-year-old Holy Land Experience as more of a Bible-based history museum aimed at religion. And by the way, I notice Matt's still listening, too. Aimed at religious education. Visitors can enter a replica of Jesus' tomb or see Jesus heal a blind man, climb the stairs of a fake Herod's temple, and travel down a recreation of Via Della Rosa. <coughs> The park has been in a battle with tax officials in Orange County over whether it's required to pay local taxes. But uh, the bill is meant to clarify that the nonprofit park is exempt from local property taxes as well. 
Bill passed the House 93 to 25. Still needs Senate approval in your Yahoo state. Martin and Kate Quirrell. See, all the factions just came in because they didn't bother putting anybody else in there, assuming that just one person can do all of this now that George is out sick today. So, obviously, Josh, during a break, decided to go in here and sit along. We had a whole pile of faxes, no, including didn't. that love fax from Matt, who not only is listening today, but obviously was listening the other day when we were talking about uh, Europe, about a beep, but a boop. Yeah, quote everything I say on the show, but I'm out of touch, and the ratings are down the tube, and I'm feeding a bunch of swill and obsolete and all this other stuff. Glad you like the show, Matt. Martin and Kate Coral says, I can't listen to your show daily, maybe twice a week. So, I don't know if you already mentioned a new movie coming out May 24th, An Inconvenient Truth. Starring Al Gore, it's about global warming and its effect on the earth. That should be pretty scintillating, a movie starring Al Gore. Oh. People can pledge to see a movie on opening weekend. I do check articles on your website daily, though. Great articles. Link to a movie trailer, uh, climatecrisis.net. says Martin and Cape Coral. Here's John in, uh, oh, this is uh, John from Columbia, South Carolina, who doesn't put that on anymore because he knows we're tired of that. By the way, a movie with Al Gore, might, I might fall asleep quicker than network. I would imagine so. Anal, he says. Well, we can say that in regard to our poll. We certainly can't say that in regard to anything else, but we can say it on the poll. You go to got it? Okay. Also, please add nasty to the poll, somebody says. And then I have no idea what this uh, fax is. Where did this come from? Larry, can you get an office or a cell number for this George? Did you see this? No. What do you mean you didn't see it? Where the hell did it come from? You sent it to me. No, I didn't. The hell you didn't? Trust me. It's George's handwriting, and it's got... Uh, you hear me? What? There you go. By the way, something. This board doesn't work. What What are you talking about? Miguel is in there. He yeah. came in to eat lunch, and he sent you those faxes. Um, and, the, and the board in there is uh, not working correctly. He can't hear you. Uh, so what, what do I care whether you can hear me or not? You're just in there eating lunch. Well, George might have some technical issues. That's all he's saying tomorrow. Oh, I see. Well, but that'll take all the fun out of it. If we correct that today. This is true. That's the QMF and way. I bet you Matt in South Beach will be tuning in special tomorrow to make sure he hears all our technical screw-ups. Matt loves it. Even though, of course, all the uh, sports people are over there at 790 to take it. We'll find out about that next Tuesday. We'll see if they can crack a one, okay? If they can crack a two share anytime during their sports numbers. We know they're not going to crack a two in midday. We know that. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. They're still, they're still sucking wind, okay? Steve says, poll suggestion, which TV character could ever be played by only one person? Examples, Columbo, Peter Falk, Archie Bunker, Carol O'Connor, Perry Mason, Raymond Burr. I, I don't, I, I mean, I appreciate Steve making an effort for us, but not like a little ridiculous? That's beyond ridiculous. Yeah, because whoever plays characters like the ones he's talking about, I mean, any, uh, you know, right? Yeah. Not just anybody can play. Who else could have played the Fonz, right? I mean, uh, I, I just... Thanks, Steve, but uh, don't do that again. Hey. Yeah. There was one black guy in The Godfather. He was Khartoum's handler. Remember Khartoum? I'm not going to race him, though. I'm going to put him out to stud and then put his head in my bed. Khartoum's handler, and his name was... As, as though I'm supposed to know that. I may be a Godfather or a fan, but I'm a, not a crazy person yet. He says, I know the answer. Jack Walt says to him, thanks, blank, his name. Longtime listener, Larry the Appraiser. Well, thanks, Larry, but you could have told us because there ain't a Chinaman's chance in purgatory that I would know the answer to that. Do you? Of course not. No. I'm not going to race him. I'm going to put him out to Khartoum. Khartoum. And he's like, uh, and then he says, I don't care how many Dago, Guinea, Wap, Greaseball, Goombas come out of the woodwork. Exactly. And then he also said, Well, let me tell you something, my crowd, Mick friend. Where's the one where he says he never gets, oh, I, I know. No, that's not it. That's nah, not worth it. Okay, thanks, Larry, the appraiser. 
So the board in there isn't working right. What a uh, novelty. I'll tell you one thing. That Clarabel, he's got that place running like a clock. Like Big Ben. 887. We need 113 votes in an hour and 25 minutes. That should be easy, shouldn't it? Get to that 1,000 by 12, by, uh, oh, is it 1245? I better get that music cranked up if we're going to have a game at 1245. Are we going with something else today? <laughs> oh. I'm thinking we ought to, you know. Marlins on deck at 145 because it's in Chicago on Central Time, so their 120 game is 220 our time, and that really sucks. I mean, 15 minutes. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to look a gift hoss in the mouth, even if it is Khartoum, but that's that, that's not much of a big deal. No, not like some right. kind of a big bargain. Oh, you get off early tomorrow. 15 minutes. Woo! Hostile. No votes for hostile yet. I'm surprised. I thought that one would go zooming up there. Five, six, seven, even hostile faxes from people who are listening. See, that's the best part. I hate you. I can't stand you, but I'm listening. I heard you say this the other day, and then last um, Monday you said this, but a beep, but a boop, but a, you know, like that. By the way, I have a question because uh, you said hostile right reminded me of a hostile. Uh, do you know, because it, it came up, um, the hostels, you no. have your own room and you share a bathroom, or is it just a bunch of beds? Oh, you're talking about a different kind of hostel. Like in like Europe. S-P-E-L, yes, they have them all over Europe, especially in Amsterdam and places like that where a lot of young punks go, yeah, backpacking. Now, what's the deal with those? What's the deal with what? Like, I would know, like, I've been inside of a hostel, a I'm youth just hostel. Sure maybe you've known, you know, you would know. No, I would not know. I know there's a zig I'm why. Are you planning on staying in one when you go to Amsterdam? That'd probably be the only way. I would have thought that now with all the big bucks you got, you'd stay like at the Grand Krasnopolsky or one of those five-star hotels, which aren't all that great anyway, but they're okay. But you want to stay at some youth hostel for like about uh, three bucks a day or something like that? That probably, yeah. No extra charge for the roaches. In fact, you'll pl- probably find zillions of them in the ashtrays. Now, you'd like it there. I think uh, George ought to allow now that he's got that new contract. He ought to like write you a check. All right. Did you hop on a plane? Send you over there like coach class. In fact, we'll strap you up. We'll strap you up against the uh, tail of the plane on the outside. I'll stand. I'll stand. No big deal. Yeah, we'll strap your ass up on the uh, inside of the cabin or maybe in cargo. And then once you get there, you'll have a whale of a time. Guaranteed. Can't look. Anybody can't have a good time there. You know, I'm, I'm really burned out on that place. You know, I just, I really am. But if you can't have a good time there, then you're like dead. You're just, yeah. Or maybe you're brain dead like South Florida. I agree, and I haven't even been there. Right. But you're anxious to go, and I can see why. And, then, of course, when you would walk around in the red light district, and you look at the, not so much the ones down by uh, the canal there, what the hell, what, what, I don't even know what you call that area, by, by the old church. Oh, not good. Now, what about and the red light district? district? It's Any too dark. I beg your pardon? Any good in the red light district? That's what I'm getting to if you'll just be patient. <sighs> okay. But if you go on the, uh, well, I can't think of the name of the street, but uh, it's a long street where they have all of these, uh, you know, uh, strip shows and all these, all these play- dens of iniquity. And on that street, it's also a major part of the red light district, and there's like almost all white chicks in those windows. And man, oh man, you, your tongue would be on the top of your shoe, or maybe on the bottom of your shoe. Maybe you'd be stepping on it, and the tongue too. You wouldn't believe it. You'd think to myself, I can actually go in there and pay a few bucks and get, uh, yeah. You sure can. And you'd say to yourself, I don't think I'm ever leaving this place. Although, of course, there's always downtown Miami. This is Neil Rogers. That's what's happening, baby. This is 560 QAM. Howard David's a bitch. Message. Then a code. It's not possible. Hidden in plain sight. The truth is right in front of you. Look at it. For centuries. You know the truth. Jesus was married. No. He had children and no. What did Da Vinci know? Jesus had a pet. 
Toad. I'm sorry, what? Jesus, I had a pet toad. I'm sorry, I still don't. It uh, sounded like you said he had a... Uh... His name was a scooter. Uh-huh. The Da Vinci Toad. You cannot keep this secret buried. People must know. Now, the Toad's descendants are still alive. The fictional secret is no longer a secret anymore. The Da Vinci Toad. Get a free Jesus bobblehead while supplies last. All right, that'll get him in there, especially in South Florida. You know, I dug this uh, facts, this hostile facts out of the wastebasket, because ordinarily I have fun with these. I, I never fail to read one. Okay. But this one was just so ridiculous. But I think I think to make the point, because it fits right in with the poll we're taking today. What do you got? Matt in South Beach writes, I thought that you might find it interesting, although I don't, that last night when Channel 10 was reporting the big the big story of the Ricky Williams suspension, they went straight to the 790 The Ticket studio to get fans' reactions. I've seen other channels do the same. It seems that everyone has forgotten WQAM. If you had a sling box, which is advertised on your station, you'd be able to watch it from there. Well, guess what, Max? I don't have a sling box. I don't want a sling box, although you're slinging it pretty good. And I have no interest in watching Channel 10 News or 467 or any of the other ones or Vainty Trace. But here comes the good part. Also, you mentioned yesterday about how great Europe is because everything is close together with convenient public transportation. I didn't say anything about great or not great. I just said that the gas price is not as relevant there because they don't have to drive long distances to go to work, etc., and so on. And they have bicycles and mopeds and public transportation, etc. That's what I said. I didn't say anything about great or not great. Did I? No. You'll be happy to know that Miami, here comes the good part. Miami is adding a streetcar system to Midtown, Uptown, and South Beach, in addition to the Metro Mover and miles of new Metro Rail, metro rail being built, which will also connect at a hub at the airport. There are tens of thousands of new luxury housing units being built downtown, right next to Orpheus buildings within walking distance. There's also a new museum park being built between the new Performing Arts Center and the arena, as well as an entertainment complex going into a new, next to a new downtown mall that's bigger than the Eaton Center. Da, 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 da. That's right. Their mall's going to be bigger than my mall. There'll be no need for anyone downtown to own a car. Of course, since you haven't been to downtown Miami since the Panthers left, and guess what, Matt? Neither is most anybody else. Uh, you're oblivious to the fact that downtown Miami's become the most dynamic city in the world. <laughs> is there anybody uh, who believes that? I'm sorry. Uh, I must have missed that. Can you read that one more time? Since you haven't been to downtown Miami since the Panthers left, you're oblivious to the fact that downtown Miami has become the most dynamic city in the world. It's good to know that your ratings are going down the tube. Tube! So that less people are hearing your obsolete swill. Or is it the other way around? Less people are listening because your out-of-touch material is outdated and obsolete. Love, Matt in South Beach. See, I hate to break the news to you, Matt. A city, a place... It isn't about buildings. It isn't about shopping malls. There's plenty of places that have shopping malls. I'm sure in Toledo, Ohio, they got big shopping malls. It's about people. It's about attitude. It's about the, uh, the lifestyle. It's about the way people treat you and the way you feel treated and the way, just your life uh, in general. So this idea, they, they can build 70,000 miles of metro rail, and they can build 50,000 more shopping malls, 40 times bigger than the freaking Eaton Center in downtown Toronto, as if that has something to do with it. That, that, that's not what makes a city. But, you know, just the one line. I mean, forget about the sarcasm at the end, which my ratings are not going down the tube. I hate to break the news to you. Phew. Sorry. How about all the but, bums and homeless in downtown Miami? I, I don't know, because that's what I think when I go down. Since the uh, Panthers played. And, by the way, since the Panthers, were when they were playing, I went to every home game. When I was in town, I went to every home game at the old Miami Arena. How do you like that? And driving out of there, by the way, was no picnic. And speaking of what you're talking That's about. That's what I'm saying. Well, there you go. 
But Miami has become the most dynamic city in the world. I, I got news for you: the, the guys in the, with with the butterfly nets and the rubber uh, rubber raincoats, they're after you, man. They're, they'll be after you real quick, man, if they find you. You'll be in a white suit. You'll be in a zoot suit in a rubber room in five minutes if they find you after writing crap like that. The most dynamic city in the world. <laughs> yeah, but you know, to each its own. Oh, wait a minute. Is this another one? I don't understand this. Who? Well, I'm getting faxes now. Is Miguel in there writing stuff on here? No, he's just sitting in there sending you faxes. Oh, oh, here's Jimmy Syphilis, his sports director at Channel 10. Well, not only that, but Channel 10's got a bug up their ass because Mandich told them to stuff it on that um, uh, sports show of theirs when they told him what kind of beer he ought to be drinking. Nobody tells the Mad Dog what kind of beer he drinks. That, that's exactly right. So he told them to stuff it. So Channel 10, of course, is going to build up the other guys, just like the Herald is building up the other guys because they got Greg Kotex and Dan Labastard on their payroll over there. So that's like a big surprise? Like, you know, one thing I've told you before, you can, I've been in this market for 30, About 30, 30 long years, okay? You can't talk yourself into ratings, okay? Either you've got them or you don't got them. And you can 790 me from now until the cows come home. They haven't got squat. You couldn't find their audience with a damn compass and a road map. Yeah, Jimmy Syphilis just happens to be the sports director. By the way, uh, they're losing $3.5 million net is what's going to be the loss the first year on their Dolphin broadcast. God only knows how much more they're going to lose next year. So they can give you a big song and a dance and lie to the South Florida Business Journal and tell you how much money they made and they're doing this. They're losing their ass. Just like at least we admit we're losing their ass on the freaking Marlins, who are coming up at uh, 145, by the way. See, we don't have to lie about such stuff. When the ratings come out and I go through that whole list, I don't make them up. I don't, I don't try, try to talk myself into, oh, look at this, we got a 42 share. Yeah. Well, how can you do that? How can you do that when anybody who uh, you know, wants to can go online can eventually get the numbers? I mean, right there in black, white, and pink. But thanks for listening religiously, though, man. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're a happy camper, man. It's you know, not everything is. Uh, we all have different tastes. If downtown Miami is for you, I'm delighted. It ain't for me. Josh don't live in Dade County. No. Even Miguel. Didn't Miguel get out of Dade County? Yeah, he did. Even Miguel, who's a professional uh, Cuban, even though he's never been to Cuba, even he who's obsessed with anything having to do with Cuba, including cigars, he don't live in uh, Dade County anymore. Even that little spick George lives in Hollywood now. Last time I checked, that's in Broward County, not in Dade County, not anywhere near downtown Miami. So I just, I just mentioned that, you know, try to single me out because I'm obsolete and out of touch. Hey, you know something? More power to you. I hope wonderful thing happened because there are a lot of nice people in South Florida. They deserve to have something good happen for them finally. Like maybe get out of there would be the best thing that would happen. Is there is there a week that goes by that we don't hear from people telling us that they're finally getting the hell out? How about the guy that called before that said he was going to go visit San Diego for a few days and the only regret he had was that he had to come back? How about that guy? Yeah. Did I make that up? No. It's a horrible, horrible, there is no downtown. There is no anything. There are just a bunch of disconnected bedroom towns. That's what South Florida is all about. If the Chamber of Commerce don't like it, too stinking bad. I lived there for 30 freaking excruciating years, and it sucks. You got your Pembroke Pines and Plantation and Sunrise and Weston, and you got your Hollywood, and you got your uh, Miami, and you got your uh, West uh, Sweetwater, and you got Kendall and the Homestead, all of these uh, all of things. These things. And ju- it's just a big sp- coral springs. I should have left that out because you lived there once upon a time. Yeah. And, 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 they, and nothing, none of them have anything to do with each other. It's just one bedroom town after another. As a matter of fact, when you fly into Miami or you fly into anywhere Fort Lauderdale, 
and you're, you're on the approach, and you can see as you're coming over the on a clear day, when you're coming over the coast, the east coast of Florida, you can just see there, there's like no end. It's just connected. All the condos on the ocean are just connected. One bedroom town, here's uh, Delray, and here's Deerfield, and here's Pompano, and here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. And, and, and none of them have anything to do with each other. There, there's no, there is no downtown. There is no uh, magnet. There's maggots, but there's no magnet. And if you like it, I'm ecstatic for you. Let me say it again. The greatest thing that ever happened in my life was escaping. Believe me, escaping. I feel like I, like I escaped from Alcatraz, from death row. But Matt, you know, he's, he's got the answers. What time's your show on, by the way, Matt? And what time's your date with Jimmy? 920 votes on the poll. Which best describes most of the South Florida residents? And see, the reason these are mostly so negatory has got to be my fault, right? Because it's all of the people, you know, just agreeing with me. That's right, you hostile bastard. You. That's right. I'm a hostile, dirty old bastard. Dirty old D-O-F-B. Dirty old fag bastard. Dirty, we call him. Yeah. Brain dead, 287. Illegals, 132. Average, 108. A-holes, 93. Boy, look at the way that, did I tell you it was climbing or what? 93, it's in fourth place. It's going to pass average like they're sitting on their uh, metro rail. And by the way, nobody rides a metro rail, Matt. I hate to break the news to you. Insane, 82. Reject, 70. Ostriches, 50. Fine Americans, 45. Losers, 45. Well, losers could be fine Americans. They're just unlucky. Like Mo Green, remember? You're just unlucky. Not skimming off the top. Hostile, 6. Anal, 1. Schmidt, 1. And Nasty, none. None yet. This is Neil Rogers. I swear to man. This is 560 QAM. Lollipop, little boy.
How you gonna do about it? You fairy. Here's a great fact from our buddy Sergio and Hialeah. He says, I totally agree with you. There's nothing dynamic about Miami. What a moron that Matt. M-O-R-O-N. When you talk about a dynamic cosmopolitan city, you have to mention Hialeah is being right up there in the top five global cities. You got it, Sergio. And that's why everybody's hopping on that metro fail to go out there to Hialeah. That's why that track is really going big out there in Hialeah. Am I right? The one with the big palm trees oh, and the sure. flamingos used to be. Well, used to be. 934 votes on the poll. we got a little under an hour. Oh, better get my music ready for the uh, start of that pregame show. Oh, you know? What will it be? Oh, you know what it's going to be. Hey, I didn't go out there and spend like 12 bucks for Thin Lizzy so I could just leave it sitting in the old uh, jewel case, huh? I, I, now, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people. I don't like to complain too much unless I get a chance. But jewel boxes to me are like, can't they come up with a new way of packaging the uh, uh, CDs? And DVDs, too, while you're at it. But CDs especially, because the damn jewel cases fall apart. You know what I mean? Doesn't that bug you when that happens? Yeah, it bugs me when I hear that song and, again. I mean, yeah, yeah. You want to hear that song? Come on, mix it up a little. Play a little Motown or something. I know you got that around. Oh, you are really... When's George coming back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let me talk to Clarabelle. Uh, get him in there. Let's do it on the air about your deal. I kind of like you over there on the other side of the building. No, you're all right. You're okay in small doses. Let's see. A little Motown? Oh, you don't want to hear that Ben Harper again, do you? Oh, oh that's right. I got the instrumental there, the uh, flick. That was pretty good. Uh, where is that thing? There it is. World Van Dyke, but I don't think we can say Dyke. Is that okay? Will I do? That, that, that'll do it. Or, now, see, I, I like playing this one because it's like a bed. It's not really, the, uh, it's an instrumental, but it's not really like an instrumental. What the hell was that? Oh, there it is. It's just a bed. Oh, and then we also got uh, this one. Hear that phone ring in the other room? I bet there's that million-dollar check from Ed McMahon waiting for me downstairs. <laughs> I better go answer it. I don't think I need to answer it. I know what it is. It's about my next freebie at Niagara Falls. You don't like that? That's the bed from, um... Is it like a bass solo? Bernadette. It'll, it'll eventually get going. That's why I'm leaving it go. Here we go. It's coming. See? Got it? I say we go with the first one. Yeah, the flick. Okay. I'll flick it back to where it was. Five, six, seven. Come on, let's find out about downtown Miami. Maybe I'd like to come back to town and live on Brickell. That would be a good idea. Get the hell out of this damn Canuck place. Get back down there where the real people are, huh? What are you, what are you chuckling about? Sure. Who the hell wants to be up here with these damn frogs, man? Although there aren't any frogs anywhere by me. I don't see any. If we, one thing about this place, if on, you're on Ontario, you're allowed to shoot the frogs. That's what Stephen Harper told me. 939 votes. We need 61 more, and uh, we got almost an hour to do it. That should be That should be real easy, shouldn't it? Sure. Downtown Miami, the the most dynamic cosmopolitan area in the world. Oh! 
not just in uh, the U.S., certainly not just in Florida, in the world, oh. in the universe. WQAM, hello. QAM. Lunch line. Yeah, it sounds like he's eating the phone. Come on, we're waiting now. Let's hear Let's hear all your response to Matt. Let all you people that love Miami, all you people that love that Metro Rail, all you people that love that shuttle bus. God, if I'm going to find a city that's going to be dynamic, it better have, like the tram in Amsterdam, man. It's, that's why I like going there. Get on the tram. Get on Central Station and go all the way down there to um, uh, whatever that place is, the flower market. Okay. What more could you want, right? Ride the tram all around and get on that circle tram that goes around the city number 20. I think they discontinued that. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil, how's it going? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that Matt sounds like a brain surgeon, huh? Yeah, rocket scientist. I was really concerned about our gas prices, but yesterday when I saw on CNN, they showed a little caption there that it said, Bush was investigating why the gas prices yeah. were so high. That's right. He's, so, also invest- he's also investigating why there were no WMDs in Iraq. That's right. When I saw that, I just told everyone I was in the gym. I told all my buddies, I said, hey, man, now we can relax. Everything's going to be fine. Don't That's worry right. about it. You, you yeah. told them, I'll drop the soap and just get ready. Exactly. Thanks a lot, Neil. Good luck, Pally. I'll see you. I'll see you in that dynamic downtown Miami area, man, and that big shopping mall. Is that what you go when you go like on vacation? Don't you pick places that have big shopping malls? Like yeah. by my house out there is the Sawgrass, you know. That's the number two tourist attraction in Florida uh, after Disney World. Doesn't that tell you everything you need to know? Nobody speaks English there. Not only forget about what they speak, but what what is there? What is there to see at the Sawgrass beside the purple parrot and the uh, uh, dumbass dolphin? Well, what is there to see out there? I have no idea. I watched them build it from my backyard in my uh, prior house there. I could see them building it. And, it, and, and uh, well, what is it? What's the attraction there? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You're touching right on it, man, about Miami. Uh, I was born and raised here. I just can't seem to get out of here. But, uh, you know, they're Don't, don't be negative now. You're going to get mad all upset. <laughs> I, I get to go fishing a lot, so I get offshore. Well, a lot of good. people, if you don't get on the water out here, it really sucks because it's right. just hot and miserable. Exactly. But if you get out in the nature a little bit, you might have a little good time. But uh, that downtown Miami, boy, they're building it so fast that uh, just the other day, didn't you hear, they knocked two guys off with a crane. Yeah, one I saw that, them, yeah. One of them died. They shut the whole area down for a week. Even though I'm out of touch, I did see that, just like I saw the Ricky Williams story, even though I don't get Channel 10. Oh, man. And, uh, the traffic was a nightmare down there. And what's supposed to save us? That goddamn Metro Rail? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I had hit that twice. I hit it See, once you got that guy riled up, Matt. You got him a little bit upset. He's not too happy with that Metro fail and all that construction and the cranes and the cranes and the whooping cranes and whooping cough. I'll tell you one thing. I sure feel a lot better today. Yesterday, during by the end of the show, I felt like death on a toast. You weren't feeling too good this morning, either. No. When I came out, I thought, oh, my God, George is sick. I thought, How the hell am I going to squawk through four hours? But that SEPA call, man, that stuff seeps right through you. You ever have that seeping problem? Not lately. Don't get fat, because when you get fat, you have that seeping problem. I don't want to get too graphic. In fact, usually sepia, I think, is the... Uh... What was the word again? Marron? Marron. Marron. Yeah. No, 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 that's not a dirty word. Marron in Italian means like oi ve, like marron. Uh, no, no, huh? no, pretty sure it doesn't. No, you're wrong. Marron. It's like acipicchia. It's like, uh, yeah, you're, you're wrong. You're, you got a dirty mind, man. There's nothing wrong with Marron. In fact, Jimmy Marron used to drive at Yonkers and Roosevelt with those purple colors. Well, Marron. <laughs> uh, 
You are so off base, man. You better get with your, down with your Italian because you sure don't know it. You better go over and see my buddy, uh, Professor uh, Professor Jack over at FIU and take some Italiano lessons. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you laugh. I'm going to tell you, you would love it in Rome. I'm going to tell you, you would. Uh, you would. Uh, listen, Amsterdam would course. be number one on your list, but Rome is number two. I'm telling you that right now. No, that's not true. There's other places I would rather go than Amsterdam. Than Rome? Than Amsterdam? Yes. Such as? Madrid? No. No. I've oh. been there. Done that. No. Is that right? No. Oh, well. What do you, what do you want to see in Madrid? Uh, I just want to, you know, get up at about 10 o'clock at night, party till about 7 no. in the morning. and. Uh... No. No. Madrid is, Madrid is as sterile as the inside of an oxygen tank. Although, this coming from a guy who... Uh, people are good. Nice all of people my friends are. have said London is one of the best places you could ever go, and you hate it. I've never been there. I have a friend that just uh, spent five days in London. He thought it was pretty good. It was okay, not sensationally. He thought the Brits were just what I think they are, and it's uh, stuffy and obnoxious and ridiculous and silly. How's it going, mate? Hey, mate. <laughs> no, that's where the Canadians got that part of their personality from. How's it going, eh? You know, that, that, that whole thing came from the British, and they still can't get the damn queen off our $20 bill, for Christ's sake. Get that bitch out of our lives already. She just turned 80. She don't look like a day over 100, the queen. Well, there's a lot of queens here. 1257 at 560 and in London, believe me. There's more than one queen in London. Trust me when I tell you. Oh, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. Now, wait a minute. That didn't sound like a legal ID to me. That rejoin? Oh, yeah, my bad. WQA Miami, Fort Lauderdale, is that what we wanted to say? That's I it. I have strong confidence okay. in Don Rumsfeld. I hear the voices, but I'm the decider, and I decide what is best, and what's best is for Don Rumsfeld to remain as Secretary of Defense. Mommy's staying here. I'm not going to dump him. I don't care what anyone says. I ain't going to bump him. You want me to ax him for screwing up Iraq, but I'm going to keep him for staying on my track. I know I've kept Cheney, who shoots his own buddies. I know that New Orleans is still pretty muddy. You say I'm a moron or a prima donna, but I'm the commander. I do what I want. I'm the decider. I don't have to think straight. I don't care what you say. You're not going to stop me. I'm the decider, and I'm keeping rummy. I will decide and keep on dividing. The mine's the final decision, and Don Rumsfeld is doing a fine job. What are you going to do about it? It's a 102 at 560 WQ. We've got 963. We'll have that 1,000 by the bottom of the hour. You can bet uh, the beast's life on it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting when you stop and think about it. Jimmy Syphilis is the sports director at 10. Joe Rose does sports on Channel 6. He's their main sports guy. And so is it surprising that every time that they want to talk to the uh, pubic out there about some sports story, whether it's Ricky Martin or, um, or uh, Ricky, Ricky Williams or uh, whoever it is, uh, that they're hocking uh, with the ticket, right? They're pumping their own ticket, like Greg Kotex and Dan LeBaster with the Herald, right? Right. And, of course, Barry Jackass, because he still got a bug up his ass because Greg Reed wasn't dating him anymore and cut off his brown bag lunches. So uh, it's the same thing. It's not really every, time, every time one of these upstarts comes on here, like that, uh, I don't even remember, like the fan. What the hell was that, 1890 on the AM dial, that one way off the right end of the dial? 17. Jim Barry and Mortesti's Destrada, and it's on the front page of the Herald. Big story, Barry Jackass. Oh, my God, here's another sports station going to knock you in. And, and are they still around or what? No. no. And the next thing, it was 940 with that 50,000 watts in the middle of the dial. Believe me, I know that station like the palm of your ass because I used to work at WYNZ. That once upon a time was one hell of a radio station. It ain't no more. Thanks to Paxton and Cheap Channel putting that thing in the dumper and basically wiping it off the map. And they went WRFX. Remember that? Fox Sports and Stu Gotts and Stu this and all this other crap. 
How did that do? That's still on there? No. Oh, now it's Scare America with your girlfriend. Yeah, that's how well that did. And now the same thing with these fakers and shakers across the street there with uh, Dennis Collins and his, uh, you know, leasing the station out to a bunch of guys with some money. Hey, take all the money they got, Dennis, okay? Just bleed it out of them, just like the dolphins are doing. Until that goofball can't bleed anymore. Joel uh, Feinberg, my ass. I think you ought to change his name, too, because Dick Feinberg is a good friend of mine and a good guy over there at Pompano. He, he resents the fact that there's a Joel Feinberg. No relation, by the way, I'm sure of that. Although Dick probably wouldn't mind some of that money. Everybody, we're going to talk their way into it. We're going to kick your ass. And we're show us the. Forget about show us the money. They got the money. Show us the numbers, okay? You can't talk your way to numbers. You can't con the public into believing that you're where it's happening. Because when you listen, you think we got bad stuff on here. At least I admit it. At least I'll tell you, we got some crap on here that I'm humiliated, degraded by it. It's unbelievable. Just wait till after the Marlin game today. You'll hear hours of it. Well, I mean, what is that? And you talk to Clarabelle about it, and he acts like he's uh, he, like a petrified force, like he's uh, frozen in suspended animation. Does he wear suspenders, by the way? No, he doesn't. Oh, I, I'm shocked, because he, he always seems to me like he's in suspended animation. Oh, we can't do that, and we can't say that. And Joyce is, you know, like, uh, uh, but do you like me? Do you like me so far? Am I okay? <laughs> he's just a friendly guy. He wants to be loved. That's all. Is that so bad? What's wrong with that? He wants to be loved. Where is the love? Yeah, that's right. Where is the love? Who did mow for this station, Greg Reed or uh, Clarabelle? No comment. 973 votes on there. We got four for Schmidt, finally. 14 for Hostile. Two for Nasty and one for a uh, Anal. I don't want to say Anal. One for Anal. <laughs> In fact, when you go to Amsterdam and you check the canals, the canals, yeah, you notice that they all have, all, all year round, they've all got that same really dirty brown color. Don't fall in the canals. If you get real stoned, which you will, but... Don't be careful. Don't go stumbling into one of them canals. Okay. It'd be kind of a schmitty experience. Speaking of that, according to a poll at the ArmyTimes.com, a majority of Army Times, keep that in mind, a majority of respondents believe that Don Rumsfeld should resign, according to Raw Story. This is a good website, Raw Story. I keep saying that every day and because it is. At the time of this writing, 2,985 readers voted in the latest Army Times poll. 1,889, 63 and a quarter percent agree that the U.S. war effort is grounds for Secretary Rumsfeld to resign. 33 percent voted no, and 100 had no opinion. There's always going to be a bunch of people. Oh, whatever the question is, is today really Wednesday? I don't know. In a poll taken shortly after reports of prison abuse at the Abu Ghraib at the Abu Ghraib prison came out in 2004, a plurality of readers agreed that Rumsfeld and Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Richard Myers should not keep their jobs in light of the allegations. At the time, 44.5% thought they should both go, 41% said they ought to stay, and 79% uh, said Rum just Rumsfeld should go. The full text of the current question on Rumsfeld on that website, armytimes.com. Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld has come under fire in recent weeks from a variety of retired generals, eight, by the way, who say he ought to resign for his performance in managing the war in Iraq. Do you think the U.S. war effort is grounds for Secretary Rumsfeld to resign? 63.25% say yes. 33 and a third percent, no one, three and a half percent are like, blah, 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 like that. Must have been in South Florida. I'm sorry, Matt. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty of the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We got 37 minutes, not that we're counting, okay? Got my clothes on. In a moment, I have my shoes on. I was right about that call. I checked it during the break. It's for my lady friend at uh, Falls View. Well, they gave you a free room or something? Free room, free meals. What's wrong with that? You know, I, for years, I was a bigger schmuck than I am now. 
Really? If I could tell you how much I used to plunge out there in Vegas and never, I was just too nice of a guy, just an idiot. Never asked to get comped. In the meantime, guys who were losing, uh, spending much less than I was are getting comped beautiful rooms, all their meals, and I'm out there plunging my guts and spending that money. Well, I'm thinking we should do, uh, do those broadcasts out there again that I never got to be a part of. Broadcast out where? Didn't you uh, used to broadcast from Vegas? No. You're, th- you're confusing me with a humper? <laughs> you got to be fair. <laughs> Not that bad, am I? Well, maybe we that should do that. Fine. That'd be a good what? idea. I don't, I don't want to go to Vegas. I sure you do. You can play the slot. No, no, I do not. I do not want to go to Vegas. See, I got it down now where if, if you're a regular at a place, you get to the point where you kind of figure certain things out. Like the guy uh, a week ago Sunday there, they were coming down early in the morning. Here's a guy playing the Wheel of Fortune and he, on the dollar machine, and he gets 500 on the line. And I said to myself, that machine didn't pay all day yesterday and all the time I was down here. That, that machine's starting to pay now. It's going to be the jackpot machine, man. And I'm sitting there just out of the corner of my eye, I'm waiting and waiting. Like, like the piranhas, you know, like the, like the, uh, what the hell are those? The vultures. Yeah, that's what I call them. The vultures that stand over your shoulder. Yeah. Wait for you to lose. And so I waited for him to get off there. He got a spin. He got a little more. And then he finally punched the thing that they got the ticket. Thank God, no coins there. They got no coins, just the tickets, like a real place. And he took his ticket. He ran. And I flew over there, man. I told you this story already. It's boring, yeah. but I put in a 50, and within five minutes, I had 1,500 on the line because I got the good machine. Money. I love that. Vegas, much more difficult. Vegas is just more, I don't know, just too big and too much and too, uh, too far. I like Vegas, but it's too damn far. Why the hell do I want to go to Vegas when, in fact, I had a friend of mine came up from uh, down there uh, for that trip a weekend ago, and he said he didn't want to go to Vegas anymore. He'd rather go to Niagara. Why would you want to fly all the way out there? It's almost like going to Europe. If you're going to go to Vegas, why not go to Amsterdam? <laughs> what? You're comparing the flight to Las Vegas to the flight to Amsterdam? The flight, well, it all depends. See, that's another bad thing about being in Miami. No matter where you're going, it's that much longer because it's so far. That peninsula down there sticks way down in the Caribbean, and it's like an extra. Like from here to Amsterdam, one flight, I made it five hours and 45 minutes. Really? From down there, it's like an extra two hours because you got to fly all the way up north along the east coast yeah. and then, oh. huh, up and then down, up and down, up and down. You know that. So it's uh, two hours further from my from South Florida. It's a schlep. So why the hell would I want to fly five hours to Vegas when I can get on a plane and go five and a half hours and go to Europe? Oh, and you got to make a hell of a remote. What? I already we tried doing a couple shows from Amsterdam when uh, Bob Vermouth put together that horseball studio over there. Boy, he I tell you, you he, that's the epitome of Beasley Broadcasting was the job he the half-assed job he did there. The poor engineer they hired over there he was ready to kill himself by the time Vermouth left, and then he leaves and nothing is working. You know he just finally got frustrated and left. And I remember trying to that was back when I wasn't taking calls. You know, but Rimmer I had we had Rimmer call in one day see if I could take a call. You know. Hey, Neil, how you doing? It sounded like he was under the Atlantic. Not not calling on the line through the Atlantic, but like he was under it, which is not a bad idea. Here's one that says, from Jack, listening online, not able to call. You're right, Marona is not a bad word. It's like Madonna, like Madonna Mia. It's just the way it's pronounced that sounds that way. I've been listening since the WIOD days. Live in Illinois. Thank you, Jack. See, there's Jack. Used to be in South Florida. Now he's in Illinois. How do you like that, Matt? This guy got out. He said, Marone. Isn't that a Chevy dealer? Here's Jose says. Jose Solomon? Oi! I was born and raised in Miami. I'm glad I got out about five years ago, says Jose. Best thing I ever did. I listen to you every day on the uh, web. 
Your show kicks serious ass and it's free. I say no to X7 Serious. Nice going, Jose. You provide a free public service and lots of comedy. Keep up the good work about Miami being a dynamic city. The people are rude, obnoxious. The drivers on the roads are unacceptable. I'm Cuban myself, but I could no longer live in that pile of cow manure. Please tell Matt, get his thumb out of his big ass. P.S. Add rude and obnoxious to the poll. Love you. Love you, Jose. Happy Sukkis. No, that's a long way. Happy uh, Simchas Torah. Do we want to put rude and obnoxious on there? Why the hell not? More choices for the public out there. Rude that's and right. obnoxious. Two separate ones. Don't put them together now. Don't lump them. And we realize that our listeners are all great. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Well, some, most of them. Just some of the callers tend to be a little but But that's true anywhere. It's just that we have an overabundance of them. Oh, we got 999. Aren't you excited about that? That means if I if I refresh it again, the next vote on the poll could be the thousandth vote. And there it is. Now, if we only knew who it was, we'd give them a big prize. But we have no way of knowing, do we? Here, Whoever that look. was, we're going to send you a an imaginary million dollars in cash, okay? So have an imaginary good time, imaginarily uh, spending it, right? Right. Well, how the hell are we going to know who it was? But we got a thousand votes, and it's only one thirteen. How do you like that, Matt? And oh, most of those people aren't too happy with what's going on. And, in addition to which, most of the people on this poll don't live in downtown Miami and don't want to go to downtown Miami, don't want any part of downtown Miami. How do you like that, schmuck? Although, of course, the one nice thing about Miami Arena is when you parked, you know, if you parked out on the street. Uh, I remember I remember I valet parked twice, and both times they uh, messed, they smashed up my Corvettes twice. Is that right? Yes, yeah, that's a true story. Well, not real, not real bad, just enough to uh, get you aggravated. Well, it's a little safer than parking, you know, regularly. Yeah, but when you park out on the street, then then you walk past some real savory people there on the streets surrounding the arena, the the old white elephant arena. And then, of course, the good part of it is it's only a block from the Camillus house. That's a good part. 114 at 560 WQM. But then again, that's in a long distance past. I'm out of touch, you know. I mean, maybe next time I'm down there, I'm going to go to downtown Miami and hang out. What do you think? Yeah, sure. I've been telling you for years to call 1-800-MATTRESS whenever you need a bed. They can deliver within a two-hour window that you pick when it's convenient for you, when your ass is going to be home. They have a knowledgeable bedding consultant that's going to talk to you and lots more. Now, here's another reason to call. We want to congratulate our good friends at Dollar Mattress because this week we got a press release from the New England branch of the Better Business Bureau. That's where the headquarters are located. The Better Business Bureau gave out their annual Torch of Excellence Awards, and Dollar Mattress won it again. That's the third straight year that they won it based on honesty, integrity, ethics, and all the markets they serve from Maine to Miami, even downtown Miami. So there's so many places you can buy a mattress, but if you want to get ripped off, go to those bedding and department stores. If you want the best price, the best delivery deal, and the best deal all the way around, just make that one easy call. Because when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you know you're going to be talking with a company you can trust. Choose from Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. He can do it. Check out mattress.com for all the styles and sizes. Do what I've been doing for years. And all the smart folks at QM are doing And some of the ones not too bright, too. They've even they caught on. Call the number one choice in betting, dial a mattress. Save a lot of gas. Don't be schlepping all over town. Just sit there on your fat ass. Save the gas. Make the one easy call. 1-800-MATTRESS. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave out the last S because it stands for stupendous sensational savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 Q1 Solid. Sport Hole Radio 560 WQAM presents two broadcast dynamo, Kelby and Wenny. Today's none other than the Prince of Pipes, Remy Martin! Yay! 
Good thing I'm big and poor. How would you get out of it? Well, they call it on the monitor. You can see it on there, look, and watch it. That was me, that was me. Okay. <laughs> wow, you are big and strong. Yeah, but I'm bigger and stronger than you. I work out like Jackie Wilson, baby.
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. <laughs> oh, he was one of those people that we didn't have room for on the pole because I didn't know how to spell like that. But I'll figure it out. I'm going to do my work over the uh, coming weekend. I'll like do some research on how you spell, and then we'll put it on there just for him. Okay. How, what is that pepperoni juice drool anyway? Five six seven oh five sixty. Come on, we want to hear from all you happy people in downtown Miami, man. You people that are getting ready to hop on the old people mover. Tell us how great it is. Tell us how fantastic it is and all the attractions that we're all missing, all of us people at Vamoose to Broward years ago. I mean, I, I left Kendall. I mean, my God, it's got to be like 100 years ago since I got out of there because even back then the traffic was so congested. You, could, you couldn't drive from your house to like four blocks away. Yeah, I mean, that's the number one thing why I would never, ever live in Dade County is the, is the traffic. The congestion is just, it's just insane. I mean, Broward and, you know, especially about 595, every, every time they build a road in Broward, it's obsolete before they finish building it. And 595 can't carry the traffic that it's supposed to, especially during rush hour. But nevertheless, Kendall, you couldn't even drive, I mean, you drive from your house to the supermarket and back without just, just a massive sunset and Kendall Drive, just craziness. Plus, of course, nobody's speaking English, but that's beside the point. See? WQAM, hello. Hey, what's up, Mom? You know, WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I, I work in uh, downtown Miami a little bit. Yes. And I think it's great, and the reason I think so is because it's basically uh, ghost town. There's nothing happening down there. <laughs> oh. You know, I lived on Miami Beach. i got to say, I love Miami Beach, but I moved to Hollywood for financial reasons, yeah. and I'm seriously considering suicide. Hollywood, that's a place for dead people. I don't understand why people like uh, Broward. I mean, it's all the traffic and idiocy was no called no nothing up here. No, no I, I would agree with that, but they only like Broward as compared to Dade. They don't like Broward so much, you know, based in general, but compared to Dade, they love it. Well, Miami Beach or bust, I would say, but, uh, you know, then you got to pay for it if you want to live that way. So what can you do? Downtown yeah, Miami good, is great, though. It's, uh, no luck, no, no nothing. I'll see you downtown. Okay, I'll see you right by the uh, Camillo's house. I'll be panhandling down there. 5670560, oh, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular. Wireless lines, man. It's paradise. I know somebody else who said it was paradise. Oh, do, 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 do. Well, he sure found out. He took a turn for the worst. WQAM, hello. Neil God. Speaking. Uh, if I say thanks, um, I got myself the flavor wave. It's one of the best things I ever bought. I use it every day. Just about every day of my life. You can actually put something frozen that comes out cooked and... Yeah, try putting something shake. frozen like that in the microwave, right. Oh, yeah, right. It comes off soggy. Oh, that's the best thing I ever bought. Um, just a question. I need to find out the pasta you guys were um, pitching. Yeah, do you ever check our website? Um, no, unfortunately. Well, why not? Don't you have a computer? Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you check our website? Go to, go, come on, don't be that lazy, man. Okay, I'll check it out. com, and if you go under the uh, poll, mm -hmm. there's an ugly picture of Josh in a really surly-looking mood, and under that is Dreamfield's low-carb pasta. Okay. Okay, it's good Thank stuff, you. man. It's just like regular pasta. Okay, good luck to you. I mean, it's not a sponsor or anything. In spite of what some of these people, well, why would you put it on there? Because I'm trying to do like a pubic service, okay? Got to make it run of the, the ball, Flavor though. Wave wasn't a uh, public uh, sponsor either, okay? Try to do something good, and right away they're impugning your motives. Like, I really need the extra cash to take it out of the table for pasta. Oh, God, get a life. Get a life. But that, that's typical, you know. South Florida, everything is like uh, got to be some scam. Yeah, well, what's in it for you? Not even a box of free pasta. How do you like that? My, in, in my kitchen, I got like two uh, cabinets almost full with boxes of that stuff. And paid for every one, by the way. And a lot of, a lot of shipping charge, too.
shipping up the nose. Speaking of up the nose, don't forget a lot of Geldy after the ball game today. Let's get ready for that ball game. Here we go. Maybe I can get one of these deals. It's about 15 minutes long. But I don't think so. Five six seven oh five sixty. Don't forget this Saturday, baby. It's the big moment in South Florida. It's the highlight. That should tell you a lot about life in South Florida. It's QM's NFL draft party. Jimmy Syphilis will not be there. Joe Rose will not be there. The Juice will not be there. Uh, Stu Gotts will not be there. Eat your hearts out, okay? A lot of those guys wish they could be there. Yeah, it's the do. big QAM NFL draft party with the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich, at Hooters and Pembroke Pines. Join the Mad And, of course, Dan LeBastard won't be there either. Join the Mad Dog along with Joe Zagaki. Well, like I said, and the big O, he is really rock solid. For all your draft day coverage, join him at Hooters and Pembroke Pines for QAM's NFL draft party this Saturday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. presented by <laughs> Heineken. So when you go to Amsterdam, you'll go to the Heineken Brewery. They have tours every day. They give you like some free samples. I don't like Heineken. I like Heineken Light. I think what you really meant to say was you love Heineken. Light. You love Heineken. I want you to say it again. Love Heineken. Okay. Spend a lot of money on this radio station. We love Heineken. Anyway, Freddie Heineken was the um, he was the founder, I guess, of the uh, whatever, and he built the Euro Hotel uh, Euro. I think that's the name of it. Big, very expensive hotel. And there used to be, well, there still is a place called Freddy's Pub. He died a couple of years ago, Freddy. He's still dead. But, no, you can take a tour there. In fact, my, you can go see my second apartment, the one that was unsanitary, and the bedrooms were downstairs with all the big uh, spiders and stuff and cobwebs. Is that right? And the bad air, the polluted air. You can go down and see that. WQAM, hello. Aren't you tired of whining like a WQAM, hello. Donald. Okay, good. Two for two. Let's see if we can go for a clean sweep. If we can strike out like the Marlins. QAM. Hey, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, get a real phone. Fine. Seems like a lot of these people are fading away. You know, <laughs> oh, just the last three. <laughs> oh. Buddy Holly is singing "Not Fade Away." Five. Come on, between now and we got only sixty minutes. The next uh, sixty minutes, let's get like one or two real calls on there. Here's the challenge for you: five six seven oh five sixty. And pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Lines. WQAM, hello. Hello, sir. How are you this afternoon? Good. Whatever happened to that orange Phil Scandriato, uh, Phil Harvey Jr.? Whatever happened to him? Whatever happened to him? Yeah, we lost contact with him. He was at Deltona for a while. Yeah. We lost contact. Maybe got run over by a Mack truck or something. That would make George happy. <laughs> they hated each other like poison. Oh, I don't, I don't know what that was all about, but boy, a great hate. I think they really had the hearts for each other, but they, neither one of them could admit it. That could be it. They both had that same pasty look. Okay, Woody, out. Okay. How do you like that? That was uh, Woody doing a, uh, he had like a, he had a uh, Midas muffler over his uh, mouth. Did you? Could you tell that was him? No, I couldn't. I sure couldn't. And he actually had something to say there. Now, I mean, almost, you know, as close as ever in history. Nice going there, Woody. Maybe you too could join the human race. I have no life. WQAM, hello. Neil, my feet stink. No. Tell George he's a foot guy. QAM, hello. Yes, Neil, question. Yes. Out of the 4 million subscribers, uh, Stern guy, how many think came from South Florida? About 30, man. I haven't got it. How would I know that? If you had to guess. I, I, I couldn't possibly guess. I wouldn't know. Just uh, give me a number. Just a number. Uh, say uh, 500,000. Okay. That's good. And? Thanks. <laughs> okay. How about how about three million? I mean, tell me what you call back and tell me what you want. Do you want a high number? Do you want a low number? How about five million? 
Sirius and XM, baby, they, t- they, they remind me of the guys across the street. They're talking a big game, but they're losing their ass. Their stock is in the crapper, and they pretty much maxed out on that whole deal. And they found that most of Howard's people signed up ahead of time or right when he first went on, and now it's kind of like a, like a slow trickle, you know? Kind of died down a little. Yeah, kind of really died down. And also, especially since all that big publicity uh, was going on there, that big uh, scam, kind of like died down. But I'm sure glad that guy brought it up again. WQAM, hello. Daniel? Yes, sir. How you doing? Listen, I have a question for you. Were you the one who put up the, on 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 your website the thing about the company taking over the Internet? Yes. Let me ask you, has that come to a vote already? Or, I mean, what's no. going on with that? No. Well, I, I certainly hope that those guys don't get their hands on that. That's the last... Uh, Free domain we have as far it's as the most, it's the most read story. It's the most read story on our website today. As a matter of fact, the uh, you're not going to like who's uh, taking over the internet. Oh boy! Oh, let's go Democrats, please. Good luck to you, Pally. Good Thanks. luck. See, the only problem is when he says let's go Democrats, it's like the FCC. The Republicans and Democrats are exactly the same. They believe in censorship, and they uh, you know they don't believe in free speech no more. And let's see, where do we have that? Uh, I guess I, uh, there's the ten worst corporations. I could start reading that and be in the fifth inning, and still be reading. Uh, where the hell is it, Josh? Here you go. Congress is giving away the internet, and you won't like who uh, gets it. It's just too long. That's the reason I didn't. You know, some of these stories are just too long. And but I can capsulize it for you. We got 13 minutes, right? Yes, we do. We got third. No, we actually don't because well, we, we have the break. break yeah. Like I said, we got uh, nine minutes. So I think what we'll do is we'll do the break now. We don't want to like infringe on that Marlin time, boy. It's one thing to go like a few seconds over on Geldy time or when Mo is on. Do, 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 do. Stuff like that. But when the Marlins are on, when we got the sanctity, sanctity of sports on the air, we don't mess around with that. That's why we back time with that music, so just to make sure we don't run over. Our cup runneth over, but we don't, we don't want that, uh, the show to run over. In addition to which, three hours and 45 minutes of this crap is more than enough. I, I'm really pretty, I'm proud of myself. I just patted myself on the back. Why is that? Because when I came in this morning and started talking to you, I, I thought, how the hell am I going to do four hours today? My throat was ill, and I was like, uh, I'm just at the ass end of the flu, I guess. But you just kept telling yourself you're going to be gambling later today, and you just got all better. No, I just uh, worked my way through it. Don't you know how that is? Sometimes you feel like crap, but you work your way through it, and all of a sudden you surprise you even yourself. <laughs> That's right. No? Oh, sure. 27-02 at QM. Don't forget, stay tuned after the ball game. We've got uh, hours and hours. Nobody else has got that. Anyway, we hope you've tried the pizza and pasta John the Baker's because it's the best in South Florida. John the Baker is uh, so good that you're just not going to believe how fantastic the prices are, very low uh, family prices, big portions, everything is cooked fresh to your order, the best Italian restaurant this side of University Drive. And now with two great locations for you, you'll find John the Baker, brand new in the Sterling Town Center on Sterling Road, just west of Pine Island and Cooper City, and the classic John the Baker in Pembroke Pines, just west of Flamingo Road, the Home Depot Center on prestigious Pines Boulevard. The food is delicious, huge portions, like I said, of all your favorite homestyle Italian delights, some of the best pizza you've ever had in your life. And like I also told you and tell you every day, with their low, low prices, you can take the whole family for lunch and dinner and stay well within your budget. And when you go into John the Baker or call, be sure to ask for the Neal Deal. Mention my name or Duff is going to cry like a baby. Please, the Neal Deal. It's a large 16-inch pizza, half dozen garlic rolls, and two fountain cokes, only fourteen seventy-five. Take out or dine in tonight. For takeout in Pembroke Pines, call 954-431-4315. Or in Cooper City, it's 
252-0091. John's been in town for over 30 years now. Let me say, just like me, and all that time has been serving up unbeatable Italian food. Pizza, pasta, veal, chicken, parmesan, sausage, and peppers, all your favorite subs. John DeBaker, the best in South Florida. Don't forget, ask for that Neil deal. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, this is 562 AM. It's Queer Eye for the Soprano Guy. So, we should do a little fashion show. Watch it, buddy. You can watch it, cupcake. Watch the queer guys make over the mob guys. You look like a slob, man. I'm a great Let's go take a look at your couture. I just can't <laughs> wait my longer. All bets are off. See a side of the Sopranos you've never seen. When he shared himself, and that kind of that rough exterior got chipped away. What's not to love? An emotional man. Excellent. Watch what happens when Carson and the boys see Tony Soprano's firearm. Oh, dear God, it's huge. What are you going to argue with me now? It's Queer Eye for the Soprano Guy. Don't miss it. Cheers, ladies. Cheers, cheers. 21 till 2 at QAM. Anyway, we got the uh, ball game coming up. Pre-game in six minutes. I better read fast, huh? Read it. Art. <laughs> <laughs> you are brutal. Art Brodsky. Who the hell is Art Brodsky, anyway? It didn't even say here. Uh, I don't have time to bother with that. Congress is giving away the Internet, and you won't like who gets it. Congress is going to hand the operation of the Internet over to AT&T, Verizon, and Comcast. Democrats are helping, and it's a shame. See, I told that guy, so don't just blame the Republicans. They're all a bunch of crooks. Don't look now, but the House Commerce Committee next Wednesday, uh, let's see, what's the day? I think that's today is the vote. Is uh, likely to vote to turn control of the Internet over to AT&T, Verizon, Comcast, Time Warner, and what's left of the telecommunications industry. It'll be one of those stories the mainstream media writes about as little notice because they haven't covered it. On the surface, it may seem a stretch to think that those companies could control the great, wide, infinite Internet. After all, the incredible diversity of the Internet allowed everything. Websites, services of all kind to exist in perfect harmony. Let me ask you one thing. I hear voices. Okay. What's more, they were all delivered to your screen without any interference by the companies that carried bills to and bits to and fro. Until recently, they had to. It was the law. The telephone companies, which carried all of the web traffic until relatively recently, had to treat all of their calls alike without giving any website or service favor treatment over another. The result was today's Internet, which developed as a result of billions of dollars of investments from the largest Internet company that spent millions on software networking to the one person with a blog who spent a few hundred dollars on a laptop. The Internet grew into a universal public resource because the telephone and cable companies simply transported the bits. Last fall, however, the FCC, backed by the U.S. Supreme Court, decided that the high-speed Internet services offered by the cable and telephone companies didn't fall under that law, the Communications Act. Out the window went the law that treated everyone equally. Now, with broadband, we're in a new game without rules. Telephone and cable companies own 98% of the high-speed broadband networks the public uses to go online for reading news, shopping, listening to music, posting videos, or any of the thousands of other uses developed for the Internet. But that isn't enough. They want to control what you read, see, or hear online. The companies say that they'll create premium lanes on the Internet for higher fees and give preferential access to their own services and those who can afford extra charges. The rest of us will be left to use an inferior version of the Internet. Admittedly, it hasn't become a problem yet, but to think it won't become one is to ignore 100 years of history of anti-competitive behavior by the phone companies. And it was a mere six weeks or so from the time the FCC uh, issued its ill-fated decision to the time when Ed Whitaker, the CEO of then-SBC, now AT&T, issued his famous manifesto attacking Google and other websites for using my pipes for free. He said they don't, by the way. Here's the inside the deal. A couple of weeks ago, a courageous band of legislators tried to stop the madness in subcommittee. Ed Markey, Rick Boucher, Anna Eshu, and Jay Inslee proposed some good language to protect the Internet. For their troubles, they just got four more votes other than their own. 
Just three Democrats, other than the sponsors, voted for it. Only one Republican voted for it. When we talk about special interest giveaways, this one will be at the top of the list, and we won't only have Republicans to blame, is what he said. There you go. That's the bad news, okay? I wonder if Al Gore thinks the stealing of his internets. He'll be in that new movie. I beg your pardon? Al Gore in that new movie. Yeah, in his new movie. They're going to strap him uh, to a board and prop him up in a plane in a prop jet. I mean, that's why they call it a prop jet. Do you ever think about that? So I told you it was like 48 before. It's 56 degrees. The sun is shining. We're going to be uh, 60-ish for you, uh, this afternoon. I told you that. You didn't believe me. Very nice. 56, a perfect. In fact, there's a big sign outside my window. It says, what a perfect day for Woodbine. About 88 here with humidity. About 95. Keep it. Except in downtown Miami where it's always 72 and balmy. Kind of like Iraq. It's always balmy. Marlin pregame coming up. Then we got the Marlins and the Cubs from Wrigley Piggly Field in Chicago. And then we got Geldy for hours and hours and hours. Eddie K. attended tonight. 